Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. No James Farley, but we've got Sarah Dyer back. Hi, Sarah. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. I'm drinking a WKD Blue that my housemate got me for my birthday. Look at that. She got me a whole... You you can still find them. She got me a whole box of them. I was going to say, not just one bottle, that would be... No, 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 she got, a, yeah, she got me a whole gift. box, and she was like, look, it's got Love Island on it. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> oh, wow, they're branding... It's a bit of subject Yeah, the they've got like That's a whole... a bit of subject, Love Island. Yeah. Oh. I just yeah, we're, we're, we're currently um, fighting with Love Island, aren't we? We're currently battling... Oh! Beefing with the, them. Uh, yeah, in the charts, in the podcast charts with Love Island. They yeah, seem to be two plucky upstarts battling out in the <laughs> I charts. Know. <laughs> I know, it's frustrating, isn't it? Um, did you say you received them for your birthday? Yeah. We forgot your birthday. Is that today? No, it was a month ago. Oh, right, that's okay. Yeah, I think we should be recording on her birthday. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So oh, you're not I mean, busy tonight, are you? <laughs> we all have, haven't we? Oh, no, I haven't. Uh, but, but it was a month ago. How have you kept a box of WKD Blue <laughs> for a month? Surely you um, do them all in one night down the park, right? In yeah, the Strawpedo. Strawpedo all night long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the all the all the t- all the times that I've been out and got really 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 drunk since I got the box, I've not been at home. <laughs> got the box. Oh yeah. You know. So you well, haven't had the chance well, to uh, smash them. No, obviously I did think about bringing some of them to um, TCGSCon, and then I realised that I had far too much other stuff to bring with me, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not yeah. bringing. I was like, I don't, I don't Taking need that- it. <laughs> it's carrying that on that mega bus. <laughs> Handing them out to the nuns. Well, also, did one of your cans <laughs> leak as it was? Yeah, that was it. Um, when I got my when we when we finally finally got to Sheffield, I went to get my suitcase out from underneath the coach, and I was like, "Oh, oh, it's wet. Why oh, is it wet? Yeah, that was awful." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but I kind of unzipped my suitcase to find out what was going on, and also because there was a can of Red Bull in my suitcase that I was going to have for when we got to Sheffield to just kind of like recharge a little bit. But I don't know what had happened. Something had clearly pierced enough of the suitcase and into, or maybe it was something in the suitcase. It, mm. th- there was a hole in the can of Red Bull and a lot of That's it had leaked it. out into my suitcase. Ugh. Um, <laughs> uh, I felt so bad for you, and when, when you found that out, I, I that is like my worst nightmare. Just I, having a, a drink like that over all of my clothes, I, d- I don't know if I'd be able to recover from that. I, just don't bring your katana with you. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, clear, clearly someone had just been like stabbing suitcases or something. That that was what it looked like. The the like hole in it. I bet but it was think, the nuns. I bet it was one of the nuns. Yeah, probably. I think because yeah. like I was just like, well, I guess this is just the thing that's happened. But there was still there was still Red Bull left in the can. So we were walking through, um, I think it was through Meadowhall, and I was drinking it out of the hole <laughs> that had been pierced. Because I think at that point, I just, I was just like, well, I've been on this coach for six hours. Yeah. Potentially all of my clothes are covered in Red Bull. I just had to like go with it. I think if I got upset with it, it would have been a full on complete, breakdown so i was just like well i guess this is just a thing i guess i'll just drink what's <laughs> left in the can and we'll figure it out later but luckily because i brought like a towel that had and laid that over my clothes before i'd put like toiletries and my hair dryer and stuff 
I think that um, protected everything. And there was like a couple of t-shirts, which were like a little bit wet. But that was it, pretty much. So it was fine. Can you imagine Good. if, like, so all weekend okay. you were getting compliments about how nice you smelled? And it was just, <laughs> and and it was like, just Red Bull. Well, I guess that's it. Now I'm I'm the woman who soaked <laughs> herself in Red Bull for a night out. I'm going to spray Red Bull there. <laughs> <laughs> Going on a date. Into, like, a, into a, a little bottle and then start spraying it on. That's how, that's, how, that's, um, how, that's how you attract all the... It's like pheromones for gamer boys. Yeah, yeah. It's just Red yeah. Bull. <laughs> Odor wings. <laughs> I've got, I've got um I have got a question for you about that weekend. Uh you've got to tell me, how was your James Farley experience? Oh, he's the best. He <laughs> really is, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He sort of sits there huffing away and tapping and <laughs> no. shaking his head and rolling his eyes. And yeah. there's nothing better, is there? No, there's he seemed he seemed better. he was in a re- he seemed in a really good mood for most of it. I don't know. He was in a better mood than he usually is, I think. Yeah. He was just sat sat behind us playing his playing his Sonic, having a lovely time. <laughs> loving that Sonic. Master System version of Sonic. Yeah, yeah, he's loving it. Um, uh, making yeah, no, making, so making was, friends. Oh no, wait, it was you that made the friend. No, it, here's what happened there. Right, some guy just started chatting to us while we were waiting for the next coach to turn up, and he was saying some really weird stuff, Sean. Oh, some yeah, very, yeah, very bizarre stuff. I can't remember what he was saying, just yeah. some really weird stuff. Yeah. But because James was the first one to say, you've made a friend, that was it. He was my friend for the whole trip. <laughs> I just thought, no, no he no, was no. talking to all it three was, of us, James. It was, it was, it, he was your friend until he found the girl on the coach that he could go and smoke weed with, and then he forgot we <sighs> existed. <laughs> Again, one of the nuns. I mean, that's a joke we could say throughout the whole thing. Um, but yeah, no, James James Farley is the absolute best. Um, I'm glad you got to finally experience him. Shall we get on to um, the Patreon producers for this month? Let's uh, let's let's read out the full Nels crew. They are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights for Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Happy Birthday Sam and Neil, Gabsy. Rocketman76, Rekt Reese, Happy New Year Sam, love from Neil, Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, Smooth Monkey, uh, Happy Mother's Day Sam, love from Dr. Farley Sexy Fan, Don Whiskerando, no! Whiskerando! No! Do you know what happened then? I was getting nervous as I was coming up to it. Oh, no, no. My God. Don Whiskerando, friend of the show, <laughs> Sam, Justin Smith, Colin Smith, the pod, the pond skater, Philip Powell, and Richard Sawyer. They are the Full Nels crew, and we love each and every one of them. You can uh, go Full Nels by going to patreon.com forward slash TCGS or you could sign up to various different tiers. There are, there's, now, there's been a little bit of a change, a little bit of a boost to the first two tiers, isn't there? So the £4.50 and above, they get the bonus show, but they also get Marvel calls a week early, right? Mm-hmm. Facts. It's not the first the two tiers because it was actually a £2 tier. But tiers two Oh, right, okay. So that's the £4.50 tier, right? Yep. The, the next tier up, they get the video version of the bonus show. That is correct. That's correct, right? That is yeah. correct. So yeah. there you go. So if you want, if you enjoy the bonus show so much, you want to see the video version of it, just just pop up, pop up a tier, just pop up a tier. Pop up a yeah, tier. that's something we started this month. So um, we've wanted to do more of this kind of video stuff for a while, and so yeah, we recorded the bonus show on video, and we'll be doing that moving forward 
for every opportunity we can get, which is we think every month would be fine. But there's, I guess, there's the odd occasion maybe where we can't do it. But the plan is every month. The, the bonus show will be on video for you eight pound fifteen above patrons and four pound fifteen above patrons still get the um still get the the audio podcast as usual nothing's changed there um but yeah if you want to watch and, the video, and, there's a, a and crucially that. we're not going to be like oh here's a visual gag for the eight pound fifty crew <laughs> <laughs> no but maybe we should start doing that because that that that's business you that is just business wear, just wear different hats that's true that's and good. just like yeah at different points just maybe we should hats. just do fancy dress. Yeah, yeah, just never reference it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, even better. That's not bad. That's not um, a bad shout. But, um, on the Marvel calls thing, I know we, we've had a bunch of people like questioning where they are and and what. But but just to clarify, if you're on the four point fifty tier, both Marvel calls a week early and the Patreon bonus show are on the same feed. Patreon, Patreon pages only get one RSS feed, so they're all there on one feed. So yep. don't be confused if a Marvel calls pops in and their bonus show pops in. They're all there. I've also put up a post on Patreon that explains how to add like a password protected feed to all various podcast players and apps. So go there if you're having difficulty or if it hasn't updated. Um, all the information should be on our Patreon page. Go there. Don't get in touch with me, mate. All right. We've already set it up. Just go there. Um, <laughs> also, we've got a bit of an announcement this week, haven't we, Matt? Do you, who wants to take this? Because this is this is quite big for us, I think. Could be. You can take it. You've started it. (laughs) Okay. Um, So from next week, uh, the Computer Game Show podcast is going live on Twitch. Um, Now, if you just want to listen to the podcast, there's no change there. The Computer Game Show podcast will come out every Wednesday morning, as it has done for the past six years. Um, What we will be doing, though, is live streaming these recordings. So whenever we record an episode, we record on Monday nights uh, from 8.30. And from now on, that will be live on Twitch. You'll get to, you know, we've done it for our, what we did it for our 300th show. Yeah. We've done it um, a few times uh, for special occasions in the past. But but this is going to be a weekly thing now on Twitch, 8.30 p.m. UK time. So that's British summertime at the moment. Um, that We're going to be doing it on Twitch, Matt. We we're are. Doing it on we're, Twitch. We're, we're pivoting I mean, to video like, like probably, with Vice in 2011. But yeah, we are doing Sean it again. Sean wants to say <laughs> No, I was going to say, it, it probably something. won't be 8.30 on the dot because that's when we all get online and then yeah, it'll be Yeah, like, I mean, oh, it will oh, be oh. there or thereabouts. Or maybe yeah. you could get online a little bit earlier and no. then be whoa, ready whoa, to go whoa, at half whoa. past eight. That's a yeah, I mean, nope. novel, I do novel well, idea. Sarah. <laughs> I do well, Sarah. You know what I mean? But uh, when you've got the kids screaming off, kicking off, eh? Yep. Hey, you've got the kids kicking off, you want to go, fuck it, I've got a big kids. Oh my God, daddy's got a podcast to do, hasn't he? Eh? That uh, basically but- works, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is literally the problem, like, because New always goes to the gym on Monday nights, so I'm, I'm doing solo bedtime. And yeah, there's been times where it's like half past eight, and I'm like, yeah, he's just gone to sleep. Can I just have a wee and some silence for 10 minutes before I we'll work it out we'll work it out it'll be fine we, we, it, yeah. we're going live from next week keep an eye on uh our socials they'll let us uh, let you know when we're live but all, look out for us monday nights every week on twitch.tv forward slash tcgs co that's tcgs co um big news that's it i'm excited yeah, i'm, I'm excited good. for it i mean and you know and obviously again we're not gonna it's not going to change like the you know regular podcast, but obviously you know, those of you who did watch episode three hundred, obviously I will like do some visual stuff. Like you know, we had trailers up for the games we were talking about. I was like you know putting the news up on screen as James was talking about it, stuff like that. Be all right. Be nice. 
And you can see our there faces as well. If that's, I mean, if that if that is a bonus to you, if that's if that's what you want to do, you that's, can see our faces, can't you? And yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll see you next week. Hopefully, and just to clarify, that is not a Patreon thing. That is just for mm. everyone. Just in case anyone had that question, that's just live for yep. everyone on Twitch. Yep. No Patreon or anything. That's just how it's going to work. Yep. Right. We've had 12 minutes of bollocks. Let's get to the <laughs> feedback. Let's go. Yeah, uh, we're going to start with Garrison Savannah. I'm glad Matt is enjoying Final Fantasy VII. It's such a great game. It came out the year after I left school, so I spent so much time playing this in my first year of uni, and I haven't gone back to it loads. Most recently, a couple of years ago on Switch, it has some amazing music. Matt mentioned he was at Cosmo Canyon last week, and the theme for that area is a total banger. Some parts of it haven't aged so well, but overall it's still amazing, and I hope Matt sticks it out to the end. Uh, I'm definitely gonna stick it out. Uh, undoubtedly, I'm I'm loving it. The more more and more I play it, so have yeah. you have you made any progress since last week? Or? Um, I I can't remember. It's been a it's been a, a yeah, busy week. Enough. I don't yeah, think I have since. Um, yeah, I don't think I have since Cosmo Canyon. If yeah. I have, I can't remember. It's yeah, <laughs> a lot enough. of things no. happened. Look, but, I've um, done a, a bit. So I wasn't gonna put it in what you've been playing. Um, but I just I already know what you mean about like some of the mini games and stuff. Yeah, um, it's I just there's just like so I've just done the you know the squatting competition. Oh <laughs> yeah, and, where you have to like it's like three of the three of the face buttons yeah, and you've got to kind yeah. of do it. Once once you get into a rhythm with it, yeah, it's I think fine. that's yeah. It's just yeah, the thing is like it's not difficult, but so you just like why is this in the game? What purpose is this? <laughs> like, oh wait, just, yeah. wait, wait, wait until you get to the wait until you get to the golden saucer. Oh good. Can't wait. Especially if we're talking about music, because the Golden Saucer theme <laughs> is a banger. <laughs> yeah, the Golden Saucer is amazing. Uh, but there, there, there are further awkward mini games you, you've got coming your way. Good. It's just kind of does made them. Old but games are rubbish, aren't they? New games are much better. Yep. Aren't they? It's true. I, I think, so. I think it's this is a good one, actually. They've got more graphics, so. and they're less annoying. We're um, also launching our retro gaming podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me. It's just me. <laughs> just... So it's going to be called Retro Gamers Games for You, and you just download the episode, and it's me just going, "What the fuck are you doing, man? Play, play <laughs> new games. Listen, I'll see you next week." I was at, um, <laughs> this weekend. We were at. A, there's no easy way of explaining this. We were at a boat lift. There's a there's a boat lift near where I live. It's a really what? old boat lift, and it lifts boats from one river up to a canal that's like fifty meters above it, right? And there's like a little visitor center there. Um, oh, and we're going to go on the boat. Is it one? Is it one of the round? It's like a big. It's wheel. not a round one. No, it's got like like two like sides to it, and like one lifts and the other lower. It's not, like not, not important. Machine. Point is, there was a bit of an exhibition on there, and it was all like really old, um, sort important. of arcade sort of amusement things. So you know, like you put a, an old penny in, and it does like a little puppet show, or like some of them Are were, they like boat lift themed. They weren't boat lift themed. No, unfortunately, oh, that's um, opportunity, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> money on the table there, um, and uh, yeah, and and like, and it was full of old people um, who were loving it. And I was saying to New, like, is this going to be like in, in fifty years? Am I going to be like, fucking hell, they've got afterburner climax at the boat lift? Let's fucking go! Let's be like, <laughs> is that I is that wonder, right? is that not already your reaction whenever you go to like any of these retro arcade bars? I, well, yeah, no, because but- cause like, that's the whole point of going, right? I'm already expecting that. But like, I know what you mean, yeah, because so much of it is like, yeah. oh, I remember this from being a child and going to like the fair or whatever and playing Street Fighter 2 and losing. Um, but yeah, no, it's just yeah, um, really surreal. 
yeah, I mean, I, I often do wonder, like, is there going to be an age where I don't see an arcade and go, oh my God! Yeah. Like, you know, am I going to be 70? The answer is no. Am I going to walk past the Sega Rally and go, like, <laughs> I'm always going to put a pound in it I mean, like, I for the rest of, of my life? Know, is that like, how it works? Because, you, you know, like, I've been to enough, like, you know, sort of modern arcades where, like Sarah says, there's, like, you know, tons of, of machines from the last, like, 40, 50 years or whatever. And yeah, it, it does sort of reach that point. Where, like, you'll still be like, hey, it's Sega Rally, but I probably don't need to have another go on it. Yes, you oh, yeah, of course, of course, right, of course. But if you were going back the next day, yeah. you'd play Sega Rally again. Yeah, maybe. So you're always going to. I, I, well, I, I don't play Sega I don't, Rally. I don't I'm put always now. Like it's it's more. What like, like the things that are so Dead Storm Pirates? That's always a what? issue in that. Never played Dead Storm Pirates. I've Mate, never even heard of it. Dead Storm Pirates is the yeah, best same. light gun game ever made. Um, you, you really like pirates, don't you? This was <laughs> hold on, whoa, 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 this... whoa, whoa, better than hold on, fuck off. Go on. Is it better? <laughs> it's not better than it's not better than Point Blank, is it? Oh, Point Blank's dead. You can't even put Point Blank in the list with no, all the others. It's not fair. Yes, you can. It's a light gun <laughs> game. Don't yeah, it... but it's just so much better than the rest, and it's completely different. Right, okay. Anyway, so it's, too... <laughs> <laughs> it's too good, so it can't be yes. this. This Dead Storm Pirates it's the like, best. Like, right, okay. It's like you know how Tony Hawk isn't allowed to compete in the X Games after a certain point. They're like, look, you can be a judge, <laughs> but there's just can you stop entering because there's just no point. Like, it's just ridiculous now. Yeah, yeah. So that's point blank. What, okay, was, what were we talking about? I, I, I played Silent Scope the other, the other day. I, was, I went to Arcade Club in Leeds last week and oh, yeah. uh, haven't played Silent Scope for a million years and it was still awesome. Mm. Still it's very, good very game, good right? fun. Yep. It's a good game. How did we get onto this? I don't, I don't know. know. Should we move on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bongo Deluxe. Hi, last week I had a dream where I was in the shop and was ambushed by two feral children who jumped on and started biting my face. <laughs> While frantically trying to dislodge them, I asked them where their parents were. They pointed to a changing room and cried out in unison, In there! The curtain pulled back to reveal David Turner trying on a swanky new dinner jacket. He was checking himself out in the mirror and was very pleased with himself. Oh, with his children still attached, I held up my hand and said, You don't know who I am, but I know exactly who you are. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> David didn't reply, but did at least shake my hand in return, all while green like an absolute fucking maniac. Make of that what you will. All the best, Bongo. <laughs> so Harry... Wait, 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 wait. Harry and Charlie were still attached to his face with their teeth while he was saying, you don't know who I am, but I know exactly who you are. Yes. yes. And then I shook his hand. Yep. Dreams are fucking weird, aren't they? Aren't they? <laughs> we we did we did this a couple of years ago. We requested all of uh, you ever dream anything about us, the show. You must email him and in, let yeah. us know what happened because I'm dying to dying to hear those stories. And, and now that's look. a good one. That is a good one. It is a good one. I mean, I would be pleased with myself if I was in a swanky new dinner jacket. Who would? What's a dinner jacket, Sean? A dinner jacket, like a. Yeah. Is it the same as a tuxedo? Probably not. I'm going to embarrass myself if I say that, aren't I? Yeah, you can just say I don't know, Dave. Is yeah, it, like, that's is it, fine. Is it you can not do just, that. Is it not just a nice jacket? That is it not just no, a nice spiky suit jacket? Because when when someone says dinner jacket, I think of the like burgundy velvet. That's what I think <laughs> about smoking jacket. Is that I a smoking jacket? I don't think they call them 
material. Matt, I yeah, think it's no. like a double-breasted tux, basically. Nah, none, none of us fucking know. We can we, we all just say we don't know. We don't know fashion. I wear polo shirts and jeans all the time. That's, <laughs> that's, that's about as far as I go. I can tell you what a polo shirt is. I don't know what a swanky new dinner jacket is. I'm constantly is, wearing swanky new dinner jackets. No, you're not. You're constantly wearing nothing, Matt. Like, <laughs> I, that's what I'm starting to learn about you. You, saw- you love a bit of nudity. I saw him. Um, I saw him. Like, he was wearing a suit at Develop, which was more, yeah. which was more yeah, of an effort, which was more of an effort than some people had made. <laughs> do you remember when we went to the uh, Games Media Britlist Award, Matt? <laughs> we, I do. We, there's a few of us in the suits there. We looked around. Everyone was in a fucking t-shirt. I just thought, I'll have a word. I know <laughs> you're into games and that, but come, come on, on, yeah, it's a nice fucking shirt. I've just Same checked. Here, uh, yeah, a dinner jacket is just a tuxedo. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Next. Randy Smith. Does Sean get exhausted from the mental gymnastics he has to perform trying to justify the horniness in Bayonetta? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I wasn't trying to justify it. I was just, yeah. I was just saying there is, there is nuance now. from the point of view of a pervert. So, uh, <laughs> like <it's- laughs> you don't, you don't have to be like for starters. The fact that the person who's written in about this is called Randy. True. You don't you don't get to judge horniness if your name is Randy. Um and also just 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 let us just let us enjoy let just let us enjoy the horny game. Yeah. <laughs> I call it the game's allowed now. Yeah. Can I put Dead or Alive Extreme Beach volleyball back in rotation? Yeah, because the allowed? issue the issue like when Excellent. The issue when kind of people started turning against this sort of stuff was because that was all there was. Whereas yeah. now, like, yeah, like, obviously, pervy stuff like Lollipop Chainsaw and Dead or Alive and all of that, like, that's bad if that is the only representation of women in games. But now, yeah. it's so much better on the other side. We can have a little bit of horny on the side as a treat. Wicked. Yeah. That's official. Sarah Dyer has now declared horny games to return. Come on, <laughs> Hell yeah. bring them on. Well, no, it's like you say, it's like yeah, when it's yeah, when it Sub when it's just that, one so end it's... of like a much wider scale that it is now. Then yeah, it's like yeah, I don't know. Plus, like you know, so <laughs> so many examples where people get up in arms about characters being you know quote unquote censored uh, in the West or whatever. It's like yeah, it's because she's fourteen, mate. Yeah, and that's yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah. Blade really, yeah. looking that's, at you. Okay, all right, that's um, still that's still so, a no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is still very much no. Yeah, it's absolutely a, yeah. not. Yeah, there are limits. Yep. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, Scott, regarding the discussion about Microsoft Reward-type programs, there must be a benefit for developers to have their games included, but won't there be some negatives as well? Surely a bunch of people only playing a game for five minutes until they pop the first achievement, then quitting and never playing it again can't be good for games metrics. It must contribute to the argument about the percentages of players that don't complete single-player games. I'd love to know, if you're a developer and you're listening to this and you know this stuff, please let us know. You you can... Be anonymous on the on the thing. Oh, just people are just can do it now anyway. And no, I fuck it. We'll never know. Uh, but yeah. but I oh, know. Uh, but you could be anonymous. Just let us know what the advantage of uh, is of having like rewards tied to your game like that. Because there must be. Otherwise, they they wouldn't do it, right? Well, it'd be games that having in-game DLC to purchase. No, no, yeah, but that's what they're saying. If the vast majority of them. I suppose even if it's the vast majority of them that are just booting it up for five minutes, popping the thing, and then deleting the the game, 
I mean, it's. I suppose if a small percentage of those people go on to enjoy the game and keep playing it, mm. then yeah, still yeah. That's, I suppose that's what they're going for, aren't they? The small percentages. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it at the end of the day, like it boosts, it boosts visibility for the game in the store. And if you know, mm. if like normally a hundred people would see your game and play it through to completion, but because of having the rewards, two hundred people see it, but only maybe another. Maybe only out of that twenty people finish it. That's like twenty people on top of the hundred. So it's still more people. It's more people seeing Mm, it. It's more people finishing it. Um, And I would, I would imagine. Sorry, Matt, go on. No, no, go on. I was going to say, like, in terms of like the the metrics, like you when when looking at the when looking at like the data and everything, like you would probably you would obviously probably see like a massive spike like right at the beginning but you would take that and be like okay you know we expect that there's going to be a big spike that will then drop off after that first achievement but as long as after that first achievement it's higher than it was before then that's all good so yeah, yeah you're probably, playing the numbers game aren't you mm. yeah and yeah yeah, yeah you, you, t- you, you probably expect that yeah people will play to get that first achievement but as long as there's more people carrying on after that then it's all good yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that makes yeah. sense. And as someone who was obsessed with this stuff, like there are whole YouTube channels dedicated to like guiding players for an entire game or getting, you know, tons of achievements. There's like uh, there's subreddits about all this stuff, so you get loads of extra, uh, loads of extra kind of lift with more eyes and more people talking about the game, regardless of whether they play it for five minutes or they actually like it and play it for a lot longer. Mm. And then if you've got in-game purchasable DLC and stuff, that's another bonus on top of that. Cool. Cool. Okay. Martin Baker. Like a good little listener, I took part in your audit from the last show. As a flourish, I added the James Farley thumbs up gif. (laughs) After this, I went to work without a thought of what effect of James would have on my Twitter account. While at work, I felt a jolt for my watch. I glanced down at my timepieces screen and saw a happy little James Farley giving me encouragement. I could not contain my laughter. Unfortunately, (laughs) I was in the middle of giving a training session to a group of midwives on how to use a rapid COVID device. If that was not all, if that was not all, his face popped up a couple more times that morning, mocking me. Keep up the good work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the audit, the audit went well. Went Did really you see well. How many people used the the hashtag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads. It was crazy. I was sitting scrolling through, liking as many of them as I could. Um, <laughs> uh, those of you that don't know what we're talking about, shame on yeah, you. Tough shit. Yeah, shame on you. The worst. The absolute but, worst. Uh, you've you, you we've noted down all the ones that that didn't get involved with the audit and uh well you let yourself down there you let yourself down yeah that's fuming oh i am <laughs> livid i am absolutely livid, livid. uh that okay. is all for feedback go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs to leave your feedback on the show next week sean hello time to step up to the news my certainly friend. is to the news plate um <laughs> is that what it is for you yeah is that what you're saying yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you've got like a, a a bat in your hand yeah and you're winding up yeah How's that work? Uh, oh, we're, we're, we're doing your thing now, aren't we? No, we can't do that. He's going to knock it out of the park, isn't he? <laughs> oh, you're going to... I wonder... I'm going to be chucking news at you, and uh, <laughs> thank God we dropped that. Go on, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Minecraft developer Mojang <laughs> have dr- <laughs> done a blog post um, basically laying out their policy on NFTs. There's a couple of NFT stories this week. James is going to be gutted. He's missed it. Um, uh, basically saying uh, that, well, yeah, like banning their use or involvement with Minecraft completely. Um, 
Quotes, to ensure that Minecraft players have a safe and inclusive experience, blockchain technologies are not permitted to be integrated inside our client and server applications, nor may Minecraft in-game content such as world skins, persona items, or other mods be utilized by blockchain, te uh, blockchain technology to create a scarce digital asset. Um, this is obviously in response to the fact that people have been sort of, you know, making sort of custom Minecraft stuff and minting it as yeah. NFTs. Um, oh, really? And I think obviously, you know, it was seen as, you know, just because of the way Minecraft works anyway, um, like it was potentially, you know, like a, a, a ripe place for, for this stuff to, to flourish. Um, so, yeah, quite cool that they've just come out and said, no, absolutely not ever. It's it's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> um, there was a massive... Um like, I'm not sure if it's a realm thing, but there's a massive thing called NFT Wells, which is all built is already built in Minecraft, and now they're kicking mm. off saying, "Well, we'll, we'll build our own thing then." Mm -hmm. um, so they're not <laughs> go, happy because go and go, go and go and do that. Then I'm sure it'll be yep. a resounding success, like yep. all the other <laughs> NFT worlds are. It's absolutely mm. amazing to see what the reaction to this NFT stuff is, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you had some companies trying to get involved and a lot of companies just flat out saying no this is a really bad thing and we don't want to be involved with it mm. whatsoever mm. it's um yeah, it's been fascinating it kind of feels like a you know the whole pyramid scheme stuff yes 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it really 100%. does feel like it's yeah. like that right yeah well, that's the thing like the, the people who are the people who are mo who are most vocal about oh nfts are the future nfts are amazing it's because they've got money in them and the more yep. people that they bring into like the nft ecosystem that's more people to drive up the value of their nfts and their investments and more people that they can sell it to so mm -hmm. yeah it's not quite technically a pyramid scheme but it works in the same way like the more people they yeah. bring into it the more money they stand to make off of it yep and a lot of people are losing a shitload of money as well. There's like, you know, countless stories now of people like just putting their life savings into it because they heard it was the new thing to invest in and losing the lot. And it's just like genuinely yeah. just really sad. Like the average selling price um, these days is like massively, massively low. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I had, I dabbled with crypto and I, mm -hmm. I had a bit of fun playing around with it, but I don't really get the NFT thing myself. Yeah, yeah, but, that, um, I, it, yeah they're kind of two different things, right? They're, they're, I mean, well, crypto, crypto seen to have had some sort of value put into it at the very least. But every time I see anything about NFTs, and I know we're going to get messages and stuff about how we don't understand it, and I get that, okay, fine. Um, but it just seems to me like a scheme that was dreamt up by very rich people to take advantage of fame, like to turn fame into money. Like that, that's, what, that's what I see when I see that mm. stuff. Because the only time you ever see something sold for a lot of money is by someone with a lot of like social media followers. Yeah. Or, yeah. or or a lot of fame, mm. so it, it's never just someone going. Here's a piece, amazing piece of art that I've made. I've sold it for millions. Like it doesn't seem to work like that. There so are, there are some, you know, just genuinely really good artists who just saw this as a way to, you know, sell sort of digital originals, um, as it were. Um, but I, yeah, hasn't just hasn't really worked out that way has it like you say it's just it's just been the funniest thing is when you see people like jimmy fallon and i think gwyneth paltrow maybe on his show as well they're both mm. like, oh look at our apes oh that <laughs> was like, uh, I know how Paris, much those apes was, are worth now that was now. paris hilton oh okay cool hilarious this is a good thing i mean it's it's such an easy kind of pr move saying yeah fuck nfts because mm. everyone's like yep 
fuck NFTs. Yeah. And especially, um, obviously, because Minecraft has such a presence in, like, literally in schools as well and stuff. Yes. Like, I think it would be, yeah, very insipid if they were to ever start oh, allowing God, that stuff. That's exactly in. what they're going for, isn't it? Of course. Yeah. Uh, of speaking course. of insipid... Can you get... Is, right, sorry. Oh, is there anything NFT related in Roblox yet? No. It seems no. like that it's only a matter of it. time, though, doesn't it? It must be only a matter of time, they yeah. don't give That's a the fuck. fucking Wild West, that place. If yeah. nothing's been publicly announced, you, you can bet, you, you know, bet your, bet your bottom dollar that something's been planned and then they're like, oh, actually, maybe we shouldn't because PR-wise, it's a disaster. I, okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised... I'd, I'd be surprised if Roblox itself, like whatever the name of the parent company is, does NFTs. But obviously the weird thing with Roblox is it's a game and then there's other games within that and some of those yeah. companies yeah, yeah. making games within Roblox are in themselves huge companies. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they either already mm. have or will do and then use NFTs. their game to push their nfts in it yeah yeah i see what you saying. But then i suppose but you then... could also argue that because of the way roblox already works like what what would nfts add to that right like that's just yeah. it's functionality that the game already has isn't it yeah exploitation well yeah and, that. and they do I mean, yeah, a bit of roblox is definitely up there with you know the kind of leading metaverse platforms so yeah nft is a key part of that really. yeah 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 um so square, square enix <laughs> Uh, I hate the fact that we say that now. Oh no! Break. There's a there's a brilliant video that I watched earlier um, by a guy called James Watley who works for a, a marketing agency, and he mm. basically kind of went viral. Oh my god! I can't believe I'm getting into this conversation. This makes me want to like. Uh. Anyway, um, he got he kind of went viral a little bit on Twitter, but mostly on LinkedIn because he was doing a presentation at some big marketing event. And he stood oh, in yeah. front. He stood in front. This is amazing. Yeah, he stood in front of a screen, and it basically says the metaverse does not exist. Um, yeah. And this talk is basically him, basically kind of saying he basically kind of brings up all these like metaverse experiences, like Roblox, like Decentraland, which no one has heard of because no one plays it, <laughs> um, and Fortnite. And he's like, these aren't these aren't metaverses; they're video mm. games. So yeah. if you want to talk yeah. about doing experiences in the metaverse. Because he also talks about like um, some of the kind of marketing stuff that was done by um, like KFC and Hellman's and stuff within Animal Crossing when Animal Crossing was at its peak. Mm. Um, and yeah, and he's basically saying they're not metaverses; they're video games. Yeah. So if you yeah. want to do if you want to do that type of experience, go ahead and do that type of experience. But yeah, but it's it's not a metaverse; it's a video game. So just no, this, just it, learn about video exa games. Exactly. <laughs> This is exactly what we were talking about last week, wasn't it? Where where it's like all these like spaces and metaverse things. It's like how many times have you ever heard anyone go, "These are really good," you know? <laughs> wow, can't yeah. stop playing it. You, you don't hear that. No. And but then, but then, how many hours right. have you spent with your friends in Sea of Thieves, World of Warcraft, Fortnite, mm. like uh, Animal good Crossing? Point. Sean, you're the problem. But they're not. The yeah, problem, but I'm saying they're not. They're not metaverses, are they? They're, they're just. Well, yeah, exactly. like, yeah, I, I mean, like I've said before, I always feel this sort of disconnect between myself as a, a quest user and the way Facebook or slash Meta keep pushing, <laughs> yeah. like talking about metaverse stuff. And I'm like, no, I go on and I play golf with my friends, and it's really, <laughs> it's really good fun. But it's not like yeah. it's not like fuck. Well, this is it now, isn't it? This is the future. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just one yeah. way of 
playing a game with Frank. Like it's yeah, exactly. I love the difference the difference between Ready Player One and like <laughs> Walk About Mini Golf, where we go, look, I'm up in the sky. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't even do that like my my quest is a beat saber machine and that's it mm-hmm. apart from when I downloaded some Jurassic World thing where you can look at a dinosaur and just to show <laughs> my mum because my mum wanted to see what VR was like yeah yeah that's fine just field of dinosaurs yeah, so this this guy was called Make Mark Eventually, and yeah, the talk was originally okay. uh, advertised oh, as the future of the future are, of game design we are we are thinking of two different people Oh, are we? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So J- James is a marketing guy, and this is kind. Of, his talk was coming at it from a yeah, like marketing agency uh, kind of angle. And then the guy you're thinking of is a game developer in like the Phil. I want to say the Philippines, but I could be wrong. Yeah, one knows that he was. Um, see, he's a game developer. He he was like big, which is like um, Brazil's indie game like festival thing and yeah he was doing a big talk saying the future of game design and then it started off being called why nfts are a nightmare and then it kind of like holy shit <laughs> um yeah well done to him um, okay so square enix are selling a final fantasy figure of cloud strife um that you can get for 129.99 dollars okay. or for 159.99 it comes with a digital nft um, oh yeah, <laughs> which quotes can be enjoyed on PC or smartphone, uh, and also you might lose it one day. That's in the, well, in, the in the terms. Well, it just makes the point. I mean, this is the case with like you know most NFT stuff is that basically oh it's decentralized. It's you know it's blockchain etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh yeah, but if, if the platform that it relies upon goes down, which some of them have, uh, you, you, that's it. You don't it's not worth shit. You don't have it anymore. Okay. Yeah. Um, but isn't the whole point is that these things are on the blockchain regardless of the platform? No. Well, the, no, your, your, your receipt that you own something still exists, but the, yeah. the yeah. actual thing... I mean, that's oh, all NFTs so are anyway. Fuck, it's just a so yeah. yeah, so fucking boring, um, isn't it? Yeah, so uses... <laughs> I, I, like the, I like the statue. I yeah, like the, the sta- figure. The, sta- yeah, the, statue, the... the statue is amazing. It's, yeah. re- it's really cool. Yep. Maybe I wouldn't pay okay. $130 okay. for Sarah, it. Sarah's but... got one. She's... <laughs> She's now invested into an NFT market. No, no, no. I, I'd, I'd get the I'd get the one hundred and thirty dollar one without the NFT. But I, I feel you like well them get... doing the two versions is maybe them like testing demand. Yeah. So I guess if like yeah. the Tots one without arm. it massively oversells, then they'll yeah. be like, okay, no one, no one cares yeah, no, about you this. Can, you can also get um, the remake version of Cloud Strife in the dress for one hundred ninety four dollars. Oh, nice. And that one does look incredible. <laughs> you seen that, Sarah? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. So, but did you? <laughs> right. So, like, the figure but- comes with a, a code, right? And, and again, th- I feel like this is why no one's ever going to be asked until they massively streamline this stuff. So, people who buy the figure will have to create an account with NFT platform engine and download their engine wallet app. Once they get their figure, they'll then have a, <laughs> they'll then have a limited time to redeem their digital certificate and digital figure. After which, quote, any attempts to redeem cannot be accepted for any reason. Um, and then, yeah, there's a, a caution before purchasing section of the terms and conditions. And yeah, um, just says, yeah, in case the engine, in case the engine services becomes unavailable in the future, you may lose access to the NFT digital certificate of authenticity and digital version of the figure. It's like great, cool. Oh, I'm losing the world to live. Mm. Um, <laughs> and you should still got a cool figure though. <laughs> 
You would have, you would have, a, yeah, you'd have a JPEG of a cool figure. I mean, it's like, a, you have the actual statue as well. <laughs> there is a, a sample image of what the digital version of it might look like, and it's literally just a photograph of the figure stood on like a weird-looking bedside table. Yeah, it looks well, like a, a Snapchat filter. Yep. It's bizarre. Anyway, okay. let's move on. Let's move I on. Yeah, please. Uh, is <laughs> e- just quick- I just realised how fucking boring F- the NFTs are to talk <laughs> about. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not fault. It's just Jesus Christ. Yeah. Go on. Let's um, move on. Just a quick public service announcement. If any of you oh, yeah. are still using the Nintendo Wi-Fi dongle from 2005, <laughs> uh, Nintendo are just saying probably don't anymore because we reckon it might not be safe. I'm using that right now to connect to the internet to power this podcast. <laughs> well, I so mean, this why are they saying this seven years later? Like, Se- I mean, wait, seven 17. years later? 17. Oh, 17. Sorry, what year are we in? Yep. This this the, the Nintendo Wi-Fi USB dongle is old enough to have sex, Dave. Oh yeah, officially. Yeah. So am I, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, what, what, what is it showing off? Is it? I'm just saying that's how old it is. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is the king one. Shame the Nintendo Wi-Fi USB connector powered by Buffalo. Don't kink shame that. <laughs> Um, so this is the one um, that they released alongside the DS because obviously this was in the days where not necessarily everyone had a wireless router. Um, so this was a dongle. You just plug it into your PC, which has a, presumably a wired internet connection, and then it would create a local wireless network. Um, but understandably, they haven't supported it for a long time, and they just yeah basically put out things saying, yeah, it's probably... Like wide open to all sorts of security exploits. So, oh right, security stuff. Yeah. Like, it, no, it's not going to blow up. No, right. okay. I mean, okay. it'd be funny if it did. I um, mean, they must have some sort of data. Is there a way they could track to see if anyone's actually using that fucking thing? Um, I don't know. Would oh, something like that send any data to Nintendo? I would, yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. Yeah, they don't really know about the internet, do they? That nah, it's, you know, sort of amazing they put something like this out in the first place. Really. <laughs> um, <laughs> managed they they managed to upload this note. <laughs> It's probably Miyamoto saw this new story and was like, oh, fucking hell, all right, I've got to unplug all mine now, have I? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, that was supposed to be an internal memo because they've noticed that hundreds of their staff are still using (laughs) them. (laughs) Whenever everyone had to work from home for a bit, they just sent all these out in the post for the staff. There you go. (laughs) Now you have Wi-Fi. All out of Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Last story. Uh, if you want a free copy of Diablo 4, including beta access, uh, all you've got to do is go and get a Diablo 4 tattoo. Right. Go on. But think about what you're saying. Now, mm. Now, mm. wait, uh, don't tell me the story yet, no. but either they've turned around and said, if you get a tattoo, you get a free game, yeah. or one person got a tattoo and got a free game, <laughs> so now... Now someone's written a story saying, if you do this, you'll get that. No, no, no. It's, That's irresponsible. It's No, it is the former. It is a, an organised thing and there's okay. like set dates in, in certain like tattoos. Well, that's disgraceful behaviour then, isn't it's, it? Mm, yeah, I'm, no. I'm not going How, big, how no. big does a tattoo have to be? The, from, from, what, from what I've seen, um, they range in size. So there's, they're no bigger than palm size um, and then they do go down fairly small. Is it not still a bit icky though? Getting, a, I think it's yeah. I think it's disgusting. An, a, a, like, even if it's not obvious to everyone else, like you will quietly know that it's technically an advert. Well, you know? you, I mean, I'm not being like. I mean, I I say I say this as someone with multiple 
video game themed tattoos that I paid for my own money with um, yeah, and, yeah, and didn't different. get free games for. Um, yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, but you you took the choice. A company didn't turn around and say we will reward you if you get our game tattooed onto you. That's the difference. It's, so what so if, what so what it is is there are basically there's yeah, I think there's eight studios worldwide. Uh, there's one mm-hmm. in London um in a couple weeks. Uh, Sarah, and basically Sarah. Sarah knows so, a lot, doesn't she? You, yeah, because I... Are you going? You're going to get it done? Uh, I, I would like to, but I feel like you will get there and it will be horrendously busy. Um, <laughs> Probably, yeah. So, so what it is, it's what's called a flash day. So tattoo mm-hmm. studios obviously normally run on um, appointments, mm-hmm. but a lot of studios will do things called flash days where the artist will draw up what's known as tattoo flash. So it's pre-drawn designs. You rock up on the day, it's first come, first served, um, you pick out a design from the sheet, and you get it tattooed. Like, I've got three, four that I've had done like that. Um, And yeah, it's basically that, but Diablo-themed. And if you turn up and you get one of these tattoos, you'll get a copy of the game. Um, It's been done before. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Gears 5? Gears four or five did something like it at a oh, did they? That recently. Okay. convention, um, and yeah, there was a load of um, so Clara Sinclair, absolutely amazing artist. She did my Destiny oh, yeah, yeah. tattoo. Um, mm. She did. She was one of the artists working on that Gears one, and she had mm. a bunch of pre-drawn designs. And if you're a massive Gears fan, you could turn up and get one of these tattoos. Mm. Um, I mean, for as as someone who is obviously very heavily tattooed, I kind of figure if someone is really into Diablo and they're a consenting adult who, you know, already has other tattoos and is like, hey, this is a fun it's a fun it's a fun story to tell about one of your tattoos. Like <laughs> I agree. I, I totally I totally agree with that. What I don't agree with are the people that's gonna get it done that aren't that. The people that are gonna get you know e- they're doing it for the reward. I think you know I mean, it's I mean, okay I for would... us to disagree on this, but I, I do genuinely think this is a really like morally wrong thing to do. I, I, I don't think a, com- a company should be offering rewards for tattoos of their their art or their logo. I I, I I don't think it's the right thing to do. And as someone who's had tattoos themselves and believe me, I wish I had a lot more. <laughs> but I I just don't think it's right. I think you just you don't need to do that. Right, you don't need to get involved in in that side of things, and I think morally, a company rewarding someone for doing that, I just don't think it's right. I, it's like, it's, I know uh, what you're saying. There will be people that see this and go, you know, I I want that tattoo anyway. I yeah. I get a Diablo yeah, tattoo, yeah. brilliant, yeah. you know, and getting a reward for doing so is, you know, that that side of things fine. But when you've got like someone who's a lot younger, maybe you know. At the time, they're thinking, you know, you know how things are. We, especially with tattoos, you make decisions when you're younger, and sometimes you grow up to regret them or whatever. But for a company to be involved in that decision, I think uh, that's where I sit there and go, ah, I'm not on board with that at all. I think, mm. I think, I think as well. It's also worth bearing in mind that I think the that this this kind of happens with most um, uh, most sort of flash days is they are busy you if you want to get in especially an event like this like i also had a look at the studio that's doing it and the studio that's doing it in london is incredible like Mm -hmm. their art is absolutely phenomenal um and i Mm. feel like if you 
if you want to do, because it's only one day in London, in like all of the, all of the locations, it's one day only. Mm-hmm. If you want one of these tattoos, you are going to have to be down there early and you are going to have to queue like yeah like you're I, would, have to really I, I would i would imagine like, un- yeah, yeah like unless you i think unless you are there stupid o'clock in the morning you ain't getting one of these tattoos and i mm. think you probably will have to pay for it as well it's not like a turn up get tattooed you get it all for free like you right. are gonna have to pay for this tattoo as well uh fair dues mm. no it's, it's just interesting just, uh, isn't it because yeah, obviously there are as many reasons for getting tattoos as there are people with tattoos, right? Like, like, like I say, like me personally, whatever the tattoo is of, it would give me the ick knowing that it was part of a marketing thing. But then that's not that's not going to bother everyone, and that's absolutely fine. Like you say, like so, like some people, it'll just be a funny story about, like you know, because I know there's that whole thing of like you know people who don't have tattoos, which I don't, by the way. This isn't me like claiming. <laughs> like oh i'm a big tattoo guy um like you know people who are like when they see people with tattoos and they're like oh i'm like what does that mean why did you get this one why did you get that one it's like they're just because they're just cool shut up they're cool and i had some money and i wanted to get one like that's no one needs to justify their tattoos to anyone else um but yeah it's just and it, you know and clearly clearly this is like a far cry from like you know when a claim did that you know name your baby torok and we'll give you some money or whatever it was like that was gross yeah especially because that's affecting exactly else. a child who has no but it is a lovely name it's, it's a lovely name <laughs> um, so as i says this is all this is all consenting adults so yeah but at least the name thing you can like quickly change it by depot afterwards i guess yeah um, but i i think honestly there's only one person here to blame it's not blizzard it's uh it's peter moore you know for starting the craze that's true. when he got it's true he goes Halo Two tattoo and there's GTA one. I was like, yeah. this is always the end point. <laughs> Definitely didn't have them. I saw an interview uh, with him about the uh, the Halo tattoo, and he sort of said, "Yeah, it was all it was all real. It was all real." And he said, "Well, I'm not going to show you." <laughs> it's like, "Oh no, Peter, you're not going to show that." <laughs> oh, I don't think it was real. I don't think it was real, Sean. No, I like that. Because no. if you got it um, removed, you would just say that. Well, why doesn't he just say, "Oh, well, yeah, I got it removed later"? Because he loves the mystery, doesn't he? <laughs> I guess. With some with some soap <laughs> and water. <laughs> I love it because he was like a CEO of Liverpool Football Club at one point. I yeah. love the idea of him turning up in a t-shirt and seeing like the Halo 2 yeah. under the t-shirt and like GCL <laughs> never nah, it never happened. Come on. Uh, did you no, see no, it? Yeah. I mean, it, even if you look at it now, it, it, if it was real, it's one of the worst tattoos. Yeah. Like, uh, it got someone to do it backstage with a, a pen I was going to say, yeah, tattoos do look worse when you're doing with a Bic biro. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> okay is that it for the news that is it for the news then let's get on to what you've been playing um and uh there's been well, i suppose the biggest release this week has to be stray so should we get straight into it let's get straight, straight into, into it. it yes Go on, right, sure. see you later everyone i'll see you next week <laughs> yeah it's a short show this week bye fucking hell so stray stray is a uh it's a game where you play as a cat uh, and it's set. I've seen a lot of people saying it's set in a cyberpunk setting. Is it? Mm. Uh, is it? You I mean, know more no, about cyberpunk than I do. One of the cities is, feels very kind of well, it's neon lit and that and robots and shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got neon signs. It, like, I mean, I, I've <laughs> only played ten minutes of it, so I'm going to keep out of this. But yeah, from what oh, I've really, s- yeah, I just not had time. Um, but yeah, it's, aesthetically, it's clearly cyberpunk influenced. But I mean, in terms of themes and characters and stuff, it's not really there is it okay yeah right I, so le- i don't think i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't call it 
cyberpunk, like just whacking just whacking neon in something. Exactly. Doesn't, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make, make it, it cyberpunk. cyberpunk. Oh, it's, it's neon, but no. it's also a bit dirty. Ooh. Yeah. So, so the, setup, this, the setup is right. Okay. Let, the, the setup is you you play as a cat. You fall down the hole, and you end up in a city that is being held in by a dome. Right. Um. Yeah, a little bit like a. Uh, it's like um. What is it for that? The Truman Show. It's a little bit like Truman Show, although you can see like the workings of the dome uh, in this city. There's no human life anywhere. It's full of robots that were clearly originally built to uh, help humans or whatever, but uh, they've been so lonely and on their own for so long, they've started mimicking human life, right. which uh, which is quite funny, quite sweet. Um, and you're tasked to kind of sort things out down there um in a weird way but we'll, we'll, we'll come to the actual game plan what you're supposed to be doing uh in a bit let's just get a, a handle of where we're at so i've finished this matt yeah i finished it okay and sarah uh i'm about an hour and a half in because i started playing it at 10 o'clock last night because i went oh shit i should probably play something <laughs> other than destiny because sean messaged me at what like Half past eight, almost nine o'clock, going, yeah, do you was, want to be uh, on the podcast thanks for, thank, tomorrow th- night? Thanks for grasping me up, Sarah. Thanks, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> I was meant, meant to ask you uh, on, like, to to ask you? You on so, yeah. like Friday, but yeah. I've got receipts, all those WhatsApp messages are timestamped. Um, <laughs> oh, so yeah, mate. so I, I put in about half an hour last night uh, and about an hour earlier today. So I think the first thing I want to say about this game is that it's not the game that I was expecting, which is fine. It's totally fine. I'm not one of those people that focuses on what it's not Mm. um, instead of what it is, right? But um, I think it's important to note that, firstly, when I saw the marketing for this and when I saw the trailers, I thought you were controlling a cat and it was like a walking simulator where you were experiencing a story in the environment as you were walking around, right? Uh, It's not that at all. In fact, actually... Really, after the first hour, it might as well not be a cat because all the interactions are happening. There's people talking to the cat and asking the cat to do stuff, and then you go off and do it. I think the whole concept of you play as a cat goes out the window the first time one of the characters goes, we need to fry him free notebooks. Uh, if you head off into various different apartments <laughs> and collect the notebooks and bring them back here, and I'm thinking, what, that cat's going, all right, yeah, free notebooks. Look out for the symbols outside the fact. Do you know what I mean? It sort of drops the whole your role playing as a cat um, very early on and becomes a video game. Um, uh, I would say that it reminds me of it sort of fits into a box that you mainly see on. Well, I say you mainly see on PlayStation uh, consoles, but we also had the gunk. You know, we had the gunk on Xbox, mm. which I didn't really get on with that mm. well. Um, but you had like a Concrete Genie on on uh, on the PS4, which I think this is very much. I mean, when I was chatting to James Farley about it, I sort of really felt like that sort of game. Um, and what I mean by that is a relatively short game, four to five hours, slightly cheaper. Uh, than most games. In fact, probably half price to a normal um, uh, PlayStation game um, and and has a unique concept. And my view is, and still is after playing through this game, keep these coming. I mean, it's brilliant to have a five-hour experience that feels completely unique, really interesting, and, um, and ultimately really satisfying by the time you get to the end of it. I, I really like the story. I really love the world building in this game. Um, and, you know, I have a lot of complaints about it, but that's not to say that I 
didn't like my experience and that I don't want any more games like this because these are exactly the sort of games that I like playing. You know, the the sort of five hour experience where you're going to get to the, get to the end, enjoy it. It'll always be something you remember. Um, and you've got a taste of this really unique and interesting world. Uh, this this nails it for that. So if that interests you, then go for it. Um, but there are a few complaints that I've got, uh, and they are mainly they're, they're mainly gameplay based. I mean, I think the opening, Sarah, you'd know the opening hour and a half. It's very um, not scripted, but it is. You're not. There's no challenge to any of the platforming, which for me, I'm quite happy about. To be quite honest. Um, but, well, there's no challenge to any of the platforming at any point because you don't you have to jump at prearranged points. Yeah, so. it's all yeah, prearranged sort of points. Yeah, and apparently that was brought in late on into the development. You know, mm. that wasn't always the case with this game. Um, was it not? They brought it on late onto the de- development. Okay. Yeah, they had to completely re- redo that after testing and stuff. But but what f- the only thing that really frustrated me with the gameplay stuff is I quite like the fetch quest quest stuff because you're you're viewing like these really detailed environments. The internal environments in this in this game are absolutely stunning, right? If you're going into someone's apartment, it's filled with stuff. Everything looks unique and it looks really quite amazing in places. Well, internal and, and external. I think the art design generally across the board, I think it's absolutely fantastic but in yeah. this game. Like there's so much detail everywhere you go, inside and outside, no matter where you look, like you can tell they've really kind of combed over the details in every every meter of this entire world. Yeah, like that's that's what I think's really kind of taken me with it is technically it is not the most graphically impressive game. Like mm-hmm. the cat no. the cat model, I'm sure we've seen better the in games. The cat model's the weakest part, right? Yeah, especially <laughs> cuz especially cuz like the ro- I think it's probably because it's like furry whereas obviously the robots are yeah. like solid cuz that's always way easier to um, sort of model and animate and everything. But from from like an artistic perspective, it's it's so oh it's so so good looking. Like it's yeah, just like you say, like with the world the world building and like the the graffiti and the the design of the robots and as you say, like some of like the interiors and just like it 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 feels it feels like a real world Hmm. oh that's that's i think that's this game's biggest achievement i think the the idea of the environment right the world that you're in i i love the concept of it and they absolutely now making that realistic like it feels real and especially by the end that bit of the end matt which we're not going to spoil, obviously. Yeah, please don't. But that bit at the end, mm. you go, oh my God. Like, yeah, it was, all, it was awesome. This is, that, yeah. this is exactly how I imagined it at the time, and it and it works, and it looks incredible, right? So, yeah, the, 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 I, the concept of the world that you're in and pulling that off, they do perfectly. I certainly think there are some environments that are way better than the others. In fact, I think they struggle to live up to the slums to be quite honest i think yeah other that first environments, area is so yeah. detailed so, yeah, it's really it, big there's so much to do and then later yeah. levels later levels you're like okay wow we're gonna see some more like that and they never truly live up to it i mean well, i think others are better looking what i found yeah what i found is that some of the other environments i looked at and went oh this is bigger now like this is really cool but they're not anywhere near as interesting as the slums 
like they they just seem like there, there was way more going on in those places mm. um and and the other places not so much um but you know it didn't didn't really matter I'm, I, I was still enjoying my time of it um the only <laughs> the only problem i had with this game really was that they felt the need to turn it into a stealth game again like i'd say the final quarter of the game is all stealth and you're going I didn't want. Why are we doing this? Like we don't need to do this. The rest of it was so nice, and it worked so well, and it was so interesting. Trying to explore and find every little little side quest that not that not there's not like um listed side quests. There's just you come across a conversation and that leads to you finding something, and then you go about your business and you start you know connecting the dots with things. Whereas then it gets into the the, the stealth stuff and you go, ah, oh, mate, ah, oh, fucking hate stealth. <laughs> hate I think it. it's really only the final kind of level or two that's stealth. There's stuff before that where you just you just run away from all the enemies that are basically like head crabs from Half Life, which oh, I wasn't. Yeah, no, I hate, I hate, yeah, I hate those things. From Parson. Yeah, because yeah, no you get chased a lot, and there's just loads of them, and I, yeah, I did feel a bit uncomfortable with them. But um, yeah, really? I mean, then you, you just like run, them. you just run, because there's loads of running bits we just try and escape. Yeah, no, and the then... running bits are fine, but I'm talking about the um, sentinels. Yeah, but then that's, but they, there's yeah. quite a bit of that, Matt. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like that, but that that was so close to the end. I mean, I played, yeah, I played a whole lot in like quick, quite quick succession. So that last bit felt like yeah, a little bit of stealth, but it didn't didn't bother me. But um. I think most of the other stuff. Yeah, it, it, gameplay changes so much because you're totally right. In that, in that, in the slums area, it's about side quests here and exploring the environment and enjoying it, and then, and then that kind of gameplay very much disappears in like the latter half. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, as I said, when when you kind of there are moments where you forget you you're a cat, and I you know I think everyone goes into this thinking, oh no, that's like the main hook. It's a shame that they sort of drop that so quickly. You know, you're not walking past people overhearing conversations and connecting storylines. You are literally playing a character and a robot is talking to you and talking to other people in the world. And uh, yeah, the robot is... It, you might as well be controlling the robot at that point. Do you know what I mean? I was going to say, is it, yeah. is it clear like how you're even understanding what the robots are saying? Yeah, no, okay. because... You, you have a little robot on you called B12 who's like translating the world and um, okay. you have like a little jacket it puts on the cat mm. and then the idea is that that is kind of turning oh, you. So you're, in your head the robot's turning around to the cat and going meow 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 <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, but they're, they're, they're communicating <laughs> somewhere. I mean like you, you, that, that cat that cat understands what B12's saying so Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I man. mean the, the cat is the weakest part for me. I mean okay so I'm not, no! I'm not a cat I, well, uh, well, no, no. In terms of the character, the cat's so cute. It, okay, well, so um, I, I haven't got a cat. I'm not a cat lover. I w- would love a cat, but just wasn't able to have a cat when I, you know, when I was younger. Um, so maybe if you're like obsessive cats, I think that you're gonna absolutely love this game regardless because the animations to the cat look amazing. Um, it, it feels very cat-like for sure. Yeah, like as you know, I've had I've had a lot of cats over over the years. Um, there's there's so many like even just in like the first hour and a half there's been so many like little bits and I'm like that are just so so like the bit when you first get the backpack for B12 and yeah. B12 puts it on the cat and the cat just flops over to the side yeah I like, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. any anyone who's ever had a cat 
and tried to put like a harness or <laughs> like a little outfit on it for the first time, they just flop. Like <laughs> they outfit. just, they just, they just like don't know how to deal with having this thing on them. So they're just like, oh, I'm just going to lay here and just not move. Like they just don't. And yeah, the fact that like it did that was really funny. Just the way the cat kind of like bats at things. Like the first time you come across like the paint cans and you can just like push them off the edge. Yeah, I, I, I did so much of that. I was any, any opportunity I could get to knock things off, I was doing yeah. it. I absolutely yeah. love doing it. It's that. a shame that the physics were a bit broken here and there, where like yeah. you walk past a can and it would fire off into orbit. Like, yeah, this, I've had so I've, weird. I've had that happen a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Already. But the cat as a character, I like. I didn't. There was um because most of the communication is done through B twelve. It feels like the cat just isn't really. It, it isn't really isn't really serving a purpose and also like all the robots are like oh outsider or you know they're basically telling you what your mission is even though the cat, yeah, the cat i suppose they'd never seen it they'd never seen a cat before though right that's the yeah that's yeah, the... yeah but but they were basically kind of they were saying what the importance of his mission but you as a cat don't give a shit i mean like the cat was happy to be <laughs> yeah, in the slums yeah. and other places i know cats generally don't give a shit anyway it's true well, I mean, it's like they... everyone else around the world was like oh you've got to do this you've got to do that but like i'm like do i what's the <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm, I'm a, a cat. cat. Just give me a mouse. I, like, well, I, I just mean, start getting the, there. Is like one sorry. of the robots does say to you like super early on that none of them are. None of the robots are like fast or agile or like small enough to go and get up to where you got to put like the transceiver thing, and like only the cat yeah, can do need, it because yeah, it's like agile and stuff. Yeah, and, and there are a few moments where obviously they have to rely on you for that. But I, I, I just thought, well, the cat isn't bothered. I'm not bothered. Everyone else seems to be bothered in the world. And also, <laughs> I think generally, story-wise, I thought this would like do more emotionally in terms of me and my connection to the cat or the cana- <laughs> oh, cat's connection no. to the story. I mean, I... You wanted the cat to come up to the screen and go, Hello, Matthew. <laughs> I mean, obviously not that. I just I mean... thought there'd be more, way more emotion, whereas the cat was just pretty non plus the whole story. I mean, this is, this is 100% you speaking for yourself because the bit right at the beginning, <laughs> the bit right at the beginning where your cat falls down the hole and all yeah. his other cat friends are like, No. And he falls oh, thought, yeah. and he's no, like scrabbling. Um, he's scrabbling, up. trying not to like fall down. Da- oh, oh. I, so I was I've, almost I was almost about ready to turn the game off. I was like, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. Matt, little I'm cat. really, really worried about what you're gonna say. So please just think just think for a second. Can I say something? Go on. <laughs> I I did that bit and I thought all his cat mates just looked completely nonplussed about what was going on. Well that's cat life, isn't it? They're man? just looking that's at you like life. oh well he's fucking dead. Yeah, I mean to be fair, like cats, cats are also assholes. So because that is like that's, that's the thing, Dave. That you're saying that it's really like, oh, how can how can the cat understand? Uh, like, other is is the little robot? Yeah, like that's not the most implausible thing about the game. The most implausible thing about the game is the fact that the cat is actually doing something good to try and help people. <laughs> cats yeah. are assholes. It's doing as it's told, right? Like, yeah, and, and, exactly. You know, I'm, cats I'm talking don't do sp- that. Talking specifically about like internet cat people, right? They're always like, "Oh, I think cats are way better than dogs because cats are independent and they don't give a shit what you think and they do whatever they like." And then it's like, "Well, here's a cat game, and you spend the entire time apparently doing fetch quests for robots." It just seems like an odd <laughs> fit. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, but it's a game, you know. I, I think once you get over the fact that you're not, it's not a cat simulator. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, I'm yeah. all right with yeah. it. But, uh, Matt, sorry to cut you off. Then, are you happy with saying what you were about to say now? Uh, well, I, I mean, I thought when that we first was sad when the cat fell down. Um, but then, okay, okay, you know, fine. thirty seconds later, it's like it, it's fine. But I just <laughs> felt I, I didn't have an emotional connection to the story or the cat at all. Really, I love the story. I, I thought it was good to. Do um, story-wise, things that we might have seen other amazing kind of um, side-scrolling kind of games like um, like Limbo or Inside or those mm. kinds of things where, I don't know, I just, I, there wasn't really a, an emotional punch or connection or anything for me for the game. I don't know. I think there was for me. Yeah. I think I there mean, was for me. I think, I, th- I think for me, maybe not emotional yet. Because obviously I am only sort of an hour and a half in, but I think for, I think for me what's really kind of grabbed me in because yeah I'm maybe about I've just got all the notebooks like that's kind of where I'm up right. to, um, yeah, yeah. but I've also done I have done a couple of like the fetch quests. Um, I've given I've got some of the music pages and I've given one of them to the musician robot. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed right the end there. Yeah. Did you, did you um have you uh, bought anything from Grandma's shop yet? Yes, she's given she's given me the poncho, but I don't know. I haven't figured out well, how. Sorry, sorry. How there, there are ponchos for the cat you? in this game? Is that no? Well, this no, is it, Sean. To... How disappointed were you when you found out it wasn't for your oh. cat? Oh yeah, no, I was, I was really fuming. disappointed. I was really disappointed. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I've got a poncho for my cat. <laughs> what? Where's it's there? How do I put it? Oh, I don't put it on. Yeah, oh. yeah. I thought I was going to get a little outfit for the cat, but yeah. yeah but I think the description says that, like this is for someone who is cold. Yeah, like, like a oh, cold robot. You. But I know, but I know for, <laughs> but I know for a fact, I will find that cold robot, and the robot will be really happy, and then you'll get to see the robot wrapped up in the poncho, and I'll be really happy for the robot. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I think, what I think I really what, like. Sorry, I mean, on, on that quest specifically, <laughs> there were a bunch of quests whereby you, you get something and then that helps someone else and that person helps someone else, etc., etc. But what I like is that I kind of had that poncho, something else happened, I'm like, I know exactly, I know exactly where to take this already. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I've had to see it in a certain order. Oh, I had you'd to seen do this. that thing already. Right, okay. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I thought, okay, and I just like the fact that I could kind of skip to that because I knew already, I wasn't like, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't break it because I had seen it in a different order or done something in the wrong order. Right. But yeah, I think. I think for me, yeah, like the as I say, like obviously, I don't know how. I don't know how emotional the story is going to get or anything. But I think for me, what's really grabbed me is just like it's just the atmosphere, especially like it's 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 really really nice when right at the beginning when it's all the four cats and you know you're going through this clearly kind of big sort of industrial area and it's all kind of overgrown mm. and it's like oh this is just really nice but you know you kind of start to get that like oh like what's what's happened to, what's to make this all kind of like get overgrown and then when you first fall down the hole but before you get to the slums and meet the robots for the first time there's obviously that huge section where it's all just completely abandoned and it's really creepy and it's just, and even even to be honest, when you kind of get to the slums, there's just this kind of overwhelming atmosphere of just like melancholy, and it's just kind of very lonely. And yeah, you're kind of yeah. just constantly wondering like what's happened, like what went on. And I think that that world building in that segment, from falling down the hole to first meeting the robots and st- first starting to like find your way around the slums, like that world building yeah. is. 
incredible. And I think as well, I think just like with like level design and how you always know where you're going because you look for the neon. Right. Yeah. And, he, and I mean, that, yeah, there, are, there even, are a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's even kind of continuing in like the slums a little bit, like the neon, the orange neon is where you need to go. And I think I just, yeah, it's just, it's just really, really, really well done. Yeah. I, I, I did the, really I enjoy th- the mystery about why the world is, why it is. I thought that was really good. And, and I think the music plays the, a huge part of oh that God, as well. The, the music, music is, is fantastic. The music is so good. Hmm. The, the 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 thing that got me emotionally, I think, was when I started to work out that oh no, these robots are just representing the humans that they were with. You know what mm. I mean? Like they're 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 wearing their clothes and acting presumably like them, you know. Mm. And then that's when I went, oh oh no, this is really sad. These are people that these are people. These are these robots of like they they've been made to serve their owners, and clearly they you know, spent a lot of time with them and stuff and they kind of miss them. Like, that's... Right, so, yeah, was, so it's yeah, not just as simple as, me. well, all the people are gone, but hey, the robots took over and it's basically the same. Like, no, it's no, really... No. Yeah, okay, no, no, okay. no. They, they, they hate the fact of what it's like right. and they talk about their, 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 the humans and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, um, uh, like, it's like they're eating and they're drinking mm. and they're arguing and, as Sarah said, one of them's cold. They're not actually any of right, those yeah, things. It's just like they're just mimicking. To, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. The, they're playing out. They're replacing the humans that they right. lost essentially. But yeah, um, I found the most the best way about the story at all the other characters, but just not the cat. But all the, the other characters you meet, their stories, <laughs> their, the cat. their plight. Um, I will say this: I nearly tweeted when I started playing it, but I thought I was going to catch way too much heat. I just thought because you know this was getting like nines and tens. Mm. Right, I nearly tweeted. Ah, time to see if Stray is really that good, or if just cat people reviewed it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you do, I mean, you do wonder that. I mean, that's, oh, that's extra three points. Well, that's the thing. Even even just on like the little bit that I've played, it's there, there's there's obviously so much about, as I said, like the world and the atmosphere, and yeah, like the look and the art direction that I absolutely love. Yeah, I mean the game. The, the gameplay is satisfying, but there's not. It's not much of a game right now. Mm. No, and I don't think it ever really becomes. I think that's probably why they tried to introduce the stealth stuff and mm. uh, the other bits and pieces. I think they tried to make it more of a game towards the end. Uh, and there's certainly a bit that I won't spoil for you that um, that is very gamey. You know, um, very video gamey. Uh, and I, I kind of think that that's what they were trying to do. Uh, I don't think they necessarily needed to do that, but I understand why they did. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the gameplay elements of this don't exactly blow you away, but they work, right? There's there's yeah. nothing there that's incredibly frustrating. Um, uh, the, it's got, like, one of the best hint mechanics that I've seen in a game ever, like mm. pressing down on a D-pad and your robot saying, here's where you're up to. You know, that's been really helpful when... I stopped playing one night and started playing the next night, pressing down on the D-pad and the robot going, remember? Remember what happened with him? <laughs> now we're going to go and find that one, remember? And I'm like, yeah, I do remember that actually, mate. And then off I go on my little adventure. Um, so that stuff's been great. But I, I look, I, I would say if if you like cats, then definitely buy it. <laughs> buy it. Um, if you've got uh, access to one of the services, you know, the uh, PlayStation, this is what, this is what winds me up. Cause I was thinking about this. I was talking to someone about this the other day. Someone comes out on game pass. You go, Oh, it's on game pass. Get it. 
You know what mm. I mean? Go and play it. So it comes out on this PlayStation thing. What do you say? Upgrade your subscription it's on, it's on to PlayStation the... Premium or Plus. <laughs> I can't remember what it's if, called. Well, it's on Extra you've... and Premium. If it's you've extra got, and premium. Yeah, just say if you've got the PS Plus, that means you can get it. Then you should get it because that's how <laughs> yeah. that's how that's yeah. how I told my housemate to play it. I was like, if find you can, it in if the you, store yeah, on if, your PlayStation, and if it says download, then click the button, and if it says pay, then maybe just wait for a sale. <laughs> yeah, basically. I got. Yeah. Oh, there is a seven-day free trial, so uh-huh. you can easily smash for this five-hour game in that seven-day yeah. trial. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, I got done for seven quid trying to buy this game. Absolutely mugged off by cdkeys.com. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, what happened? I, it was just, I, I pre-ordered it through them because they had it for like 18 quid. Um, and I was like, yeah, fine. I mean, I, you know, I would have paid full price anyway. just saw a deal and thought I might as well. Um, and then, yeah, on day of release, they just sent out an email to everyone saying, yeah, sorry, we didn't get any codes, so here's your money. But obviously, by that point, I'd missed the pre-order discount on Steam. So I could have got it for like twenty one, twenty two quid. So yeah, I ended up having to pay full whack, but whatever. I'll I'll survive. It's just you know it's like oh I could. What you should have done is pay four hundred and fifty quid for a PlayStation Five. Then it would have been been free. (laughs) Matt Murray, I mean, with a subscription. Yeah, Matt Murray. Yeah. So I mean, that's it, really. Uh, I I I hope these games never go away. These these type of you know, five-hour experiences, I hope they never go away because, mm. you know, even if I'm looking at this again, for me, it's like a eight out of ten, maybe, not like a nine or a ten. These games never really hit that anyway. But And even you look at Last Stop, the game that yeah, um, yeah, yeah. James and I played last, last year, that was, again, a five- to six-hour experience. It was mainly a walk-in sim, you know, uh, with a few moral choices here and there. And... I think I said I would have given it a six uh, if I was reviewing it. Uh, I still fucking think about it a Mm. lot, you know, because it is that sort of reduced down, really unique concept. um, And they nail something at least, you know what Mm. I mean? And that's all it needs at that price point and at that sort of level of commitment. It just needs to nail something. And for me, this game absolutely nails the environment and the, uh, and the story, the setting around mm. it, like I think it, it really works and it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I don't sure. think you're going to see a, a shortage of these shorter games because ultimately it's a response to several things, right? It's like increasing development costs and also like gamers getting older and having busier lives. Like I think there's there's always going to be room for this stuff. Um, yeah. Would it? You know that you're saying like it, it's not much of a game until there's like certain sections later on. Did well, they do they see, sort of spoil that or do they do they well, have yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking like you're you're saying that it gets more gamey later on mm. I would be perfectly yeah. happy if it stayed at the level of game that it same is here. right now because yeah. like yeah, there's a little here. there's a little bit of puzzle in that you kind of have to figure out how to get to certain places by jumping on different things like the the only like challenge in quotes with the platforming again in quotes is looking around and figuring out the path not any sort of like platforming skill there's a little bit of puzzle stuff going on like a very kind of like mild fairly easy puzzles but you still got to think about it like a little bit like i would be perfectly happy if it stayed at that level for the entire rest of the game and just Mm -hmm. let me enjoy the atmosphere and the characters and the story yeah 
One hundred percent, Matt. Yeah, think of it this way: you take the stealth bits out, and you take the the bits where you're running away out. Yeah, um, the the, the game's not affected, right? In fact, actually, it's probably improved. Yeah, no, I, I I'm totally with Sarah. If it was what the first area is, but another two or three of them, and no, no, yeah, I I, I like the fact that puzzles were simple and enjoyable, and yeah, I, I definitely. There was a couple that I got done by. Did you get? Did you have to look up at any point, Matt? Uh, no. What? Really? I mean, was... oh, getting getting the jacket. I was like, I've got no idea how I'm supposed to get that. And I, the... no, that's not true. The ja- jacket I... or the poncho? No, no, the oh, jacket. Oh, the jacket. No, that was the no, jacket. I'd already got the other bit first. Oh, see, see, that's the problem that I had. I knew exactly what I needed to do, but I, I could not work out how to get the other bit. I right. had have, no idea how to. Have Have you guys opened the safe in the slums? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. I'll ask you about that later then. Okay, cool. All right, that's Stray. That that's what we thought of Stray. Um, I'm looking at a list of games in front of me. I'm seeing Sarah. You've got Destiny Two. I, I don't know if that's a joke or not. Um, uh, it seems to be every time. Maybe you just left it on there from last three appearances. Um, and then and then next to it, you've got Guardians of Gal- Galaxy. But this will be short. A game yeah. that is fantastic that not enough people talk about. So what what What's going on here? Well, well, so, so with like De- Destiny Two is on there because their Solstice event uh, started on Tuesday last week. Oh yeah, uh, running Solstice, for is it? Run, running for running for three weeks, and I've done everything there is to do in it in two days. <laughs> Any so good? Is this, oh dear. Haven't Short these on events content once again? Haven't these events no, famously been I've, like a pain in the ass? I in played the past? it too much. Is that fair uh, to say? Yeah, I can't. I, yeah, <laughs> so the way the way Solstice used to work was you would get given um, basically the way all of that they they have four seasonal events throughout the year. So essentially, you get one seasonal event like per season. Mm-hmm. And basically, what happens is this NPC called Ava Levante. She's basically space grandma. She comes. She's, to yeah, the she tower. does Christmas and stuff, and she's yeah, 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 yeah and Halloween, <laughs> and she's just a, she's just a nice old lady that calls you dear, and she's very sweet. And yeah, Space Grandma comes and visits the tower and gets you to do fun stuff for like a couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, Solstice used to be it was like you'd get like an armor set, and by doing different, each armor set has like two or three different tasks, and there's like two or three different sets of them. And when you do those tasks, it's like, do dungeons, do strikes, do crucible runs, whatever. Um, they steadily get more and more challenging. And basically, mm. the armor kind of upgrades, and then it gets like a glow to it. That was how it used to work. Now, it sounded super confusing when Bungie, explained, when Bungie first mentioned it. But well, then when you actually like do them. it, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, again, it's again that Bungie issue of do things to get currencies to change the currency to then do things with that right, currency. Yeah. And mm. then there's also another currency, because why the hell not? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, you do... You do strikes and stuff to get silver leaves. Then you go into the new activity, which you basically run around, kill things, and then you chuck things on a bonfire to like build the bonfire up. And then a big boss appears at the end, and that's basically it. It's kind of fun. Um, you do that, and that converts the leaves to ashes. And then the silver ashes you use in conjunction with kindling. The kindling you get from doing... Event challenges. This is what we do every time. It's honest, like I know, like it's it's one of like like I said, like describing it, it sounds so confusing. 
but once once you're actually in game and you're doing it it does make sense Mm -hmm. and it is quite easy to understand once you're doing it in the game um and basically once you've upgraded the armor like a couple times again it gets like gets better stats and then once you've upgraded it fully it gets this like nice glow to it and it looks really cool once you've done that the glow stays but you can keep getting new armor and then using the ashes to like re-roll the stats on it so essentially if you want you can grind and if you're going after certain stat builds Mm -hmm. you can essentially use this activity and this event to really kind of get like the perfect gear that you want which is pretty cool um they've also brought in um a seal so seals are like collections of triumphs and you get like a title for it and that's a new thing for events and there's basically so i've got the flame flame keeper yeah i've got the flame keeper title um, oh i got that one yeah uh-huh. Are you tight the pits? Yeah, he's yes, the pits. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then each each future event is going to have uh, an, a seal and a title tied to it. And then if you get all four within the year, then you get like another one, like a kind of umbrella sort of one. So obviously, I'm going for all of those because <laughs> I like I like the seasonal events. They're always fun. Like mm. Solstice and Guardian games, I normally don't really bother with much. Uh, Christmas and Halloween, I really enjoy. Um, they also have brought in another uh, purchasable thing. So it's oh, called yeah. like the upgraded event card. Uh, it costs about eight quid, and basically you get like three cosmetic items. It's like a, a ghost shell, an emote, and something else. And then by completing the event challenges, you get tickets, and then you can trade them in for a bunch more cosmetic stuff. So you get like a ship, a sparrow, a ghost, a couple of other bits, and like a couple of emotes. Like in all, eight quid for all of that based on like prices of stuff is really really good value Mm. for me personally i'm probably not going to use any of those but that's just because i don't really like the solstice stuff um i'm really looking forward to when they do it for halloween because i normally spend a lot of money on the cosmetic stuff for halloween because it's always really fun um but yeah I i overall i think the yeah the upgraded event card i think could do with another kind of look over i think it was a little bit underwhelming mm-hmm. um but yeah like the change to the event and the fact that yeah they've brought in like the seals and the titles and stuff for it it's yeah it's really good so the upgraded when's event the, card that, that feels like an upgraded kind of battle pass but just for the event like a mi- right? yeah, yeah like a mid-season battle seven. pass basically Ask yeah questions, that's essentially Matthew. what it is that's exactly <laughs> what it is yeah. <laughs> When's when's the next one start then? The next uh, season thing. Uh, so that will be August twenty third, uh, and it's the day. Matt, it- can you mark that down in the calendar to get a good two three weeks before we are Sarah on again? <laughs> yeah, yeah calendar. Calendar. I can't wait to around August time. Yeah, because <laughs> also also as well as August twenty third is when they've announced that they're doing their showcase to show oh, that's off right. the next expansion yeah. oh, I think, I think we're busy. Leave, leave a couple of months I think we're busy. <laughs> yeah. also, also, also as well is yeah August 23rd is when the new season starts Aww. it's also when we're getting a new raid um, and my clan are going to try and do the raid 
the first weekend it opened. We tried to do that with the last raid, but there were server issues and we had to call it after like two hours because we all kept getting Okay, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Right, how many people are in your clan? Uh, over, overall, I don't know, um, but there's like Sounds a kind like a of core. Yeah, not, not as many as ours then, yeah. There's like a core. There's like a core group of about eight or nine of us that uh, okay. raid and do stuff like. So think of that regularly. core eight of nine, eight or nine now, right? Yeah. You got to boot one from the clan. Go, <laughs> name the name. We want to hear it. Oh, it's got to be Jason because he'll be the one who'd be Jason, most mad about it. Yeah, I thought you. Go, I thought you guys said Jason. Jason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. see Jason floating away like the Among Us character <laughs> at the end of a round. <laughs> Poor Jason. Why Jason? Jason Can we clip this and send it to Jason? Is he on Twitter? No, he's not. Oh, right, well, he, that, good. He definitely I don't blame him. <laughs> he definitely is. <laughs> I mean, no, did you no, hear, he's... Did you hear Sarah's voice then? <laughs> no, I know. I don't not. think. He, no, I don't think he is. he is. But he is. He is, he, is our, he is. Our, he is our clan's biggest, uh, biggest trash talker. Who's that? So he'd oh. have to go. Oh, trash talker is it? Yeah, that's James Farley. Well, now. what was it? What was it? He was already. He was already saying. He was saying earlier that his back hurts from carrying. Um, our sort of raid leader, clan leader. So, yeah. I should point out as well, because I know James is listening to this, and a bunch of people heard me call James the biggest trash talker amongst <laughs> us and thought I was joking. No, remember that Jonathan Blow had to block him. <laughs> remember that. Okay, <laughs> so I'm being deadly serious. Oh, oh, you don't know that Jonathan Blow has blocked James Farley on Twitter? Oh, he's blocked yeah. him. Wasn't wasn't oh, James just kind of being an ass to him though? <laughs> yes. Yes. But isn't, yeah. isn't 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 Jonathan Blow like a bit of a yeah bit of a yeah. bit of a character? He's mm, one word James was being addictive. James, James, James was in James the wrong kept, on this. <laughs> James James kept tweeting him about the Gears of War, yes, didn't he? That's right. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> It's like you know, uh, if, like, right, if we okay, were like, uh, oh well, you know, to be fair, James was just taking him to task about his weird COVID tweets. Then fair enough, but no, it was. Uh, Less honourable. This, 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 this story is just so many twists and turns. I know. I know. I thought, James I thought, is, I thought, James is, when uh, you first mentioned it, I thought maybe he just said the witness was like real shit. But then it's like, <laughs> there's Gears of War, there's COVID. No, he's, <laughs> he's psychologically bombarded him. Like he ruined him at one point. Um, uh, it was all very sad to yeah. see. Uh, I hope Jonathan Blow, I hope you're doing him well. And we're sorry on behalf of the TCGS crew. He's definitely listening to this. Uh, for what you had to go through. Um, now, what upsets me here is that you've got Guardians of the Galaxy in brackets, but this will be short. Yeah. Because and I remember you posting on Twitter that you were going to start this, finally get around to starting this. Yeah. And then you said, oh my God, this is amazing. Mm. So yeah. I'm worried that you stopped playing after no, that. No, 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 I haven't. Um, I, I, I said, but this will be short because obviously you guys have all spoken about it quite at length mm-hmm. and... Oh, I so mean, good. it can it can it can be very very much summed up in. I mean, the 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 actual like gameplay is nothing is nothing new or original, but yeah. it's done nope. very well. Like it's real solid. It's just nothing new, but it's done very well. Everything else though is so good. Yeah. it's yeah. so good. Yeah. like yeah, I I constantly kind of keep getting to like cutscenes, and I'm like looking at the characters and like watch, and I'm like, how? How how does this look so good? 
Yeah. How yeah. does this look like real people? Yeah. And, and, it, like, and it's how so is the like, so how is how is he a better Star Lord than Chris Pratt? <laughs> well, this is like, it. And it, I yeah. so prefer easy to... the game's Star Lord. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's so sure. easy to look at it and be like, ah, yeah, but you know they've clearly taken a lot from the films, and yeah, they have. But then, you know, like I said, I was saying a, a month or two ago, I played uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes two. Which is literally just meant to be the characters from the films, and it's awful. <laughs> like it's just not funny. None of the voices are right. Like just none of it works. And it's like, yeah, no. To be fair, the actual Guardians of the Galaxy game like fucking knocked it out of the park. Like that was it was not yeah. easy to, re- you know, in some ways replicate and in others build upon the stuff in the films. Like they've d- yeah. done such a good job. And obviously, like, and I mean, I've only done. Um, I think I'm on like chapter four. Mm-hmm. I think I've just got to the entrance of like the big fortress where we're going right, to go okay. sell. Oh yeah, yeah. I decide. Yep. Yeah, we're going to go. Who are you s- selling? I'm selling Rocket. I'm the only one that sold Groot. I'm the oh. only one that sold Groot. Yeah, but yeah. Groot's Groot's a big sweetheart though, and I think they they yeah, they're building her up to have films. like. Oh yeah, no Rocket's Rocket's a little shit. That's totally that's totally the difference there. So. Because I hadn't seen the films, I had no emotional connection to Groot. Mm. Like the thought of me selling Groot now is like, Dave, what are you doing? <laughs> right? But but at the time, I was like, well, there's this who seems like sort of my competitive buddy throughout the start of this game, and there's a tree that just says the same fucking thing over and over. Sell him. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> That's it's what I, was I mean, it's obvi- obviously yeah, like it's not able to take anything that's in the get in the films. And granted, in the like kind of first mission, some of the areas kind of inside are a little bit generic. And um, when you're like mm. creeping through like the old ship and stuff, that's a little bit generic. Wow, well, um, But when you're in, when you're then on your way to this fortress, like the exteriors and like some of the buildings and stuff, like the the art direction is amazing. Like considering, mm, yeah. yeah, that all of this is like completely original and not taken from the mm-hmm. from the films. They've just done an absolutely incredible job with it. Obviously, the soundtrack is yeah insane. Like, <laughs> like all the it's... like all the Star Lord songs. Because I had no idea. Like yeah, I I thought you know obviously because they introduced the notion of Star Lord being a band that he was into as a kid and stuff and i was like oh that, yeah, that must be like Star from Wars, the yeah. comics nope that's that's something they came up with for this and it was literally like the i can't remember his, his actual title but like the lead sound designer was like yeah i'll do the i'll do the band i'll be the band yeah fucking did all like the music when, <laughs> yeah like, and oh, it's like when you first when, it all sounds amazing when you first load up the game and obviously it's it's star lord as a kid sat listening to the album mm. i was like this slaps. Yeah, I'm just going to sit here and I, I listened to like half the album before I started playing the game because like I'm, I mean, I'm really, really into that kind of that style of like 80s mm. metal, like new wave of British heavy metal, a little bit of thrash, like, mm-hmm. and there's actually been like a real kind of resurgence. There's a lot of bands that sound like that yeah. now, like they sound and dress like they're from like 1986. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I was like, I'm just going to sit here and listen to this. Apparently, as well, because obviously he it's first person. He's like looking at the 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 insert from yeah. the cassette, and you can read through all the lyrics. Apparently, that's the story of the game. Oh, is it? Oh, oh the lyrics. Never... Yeah. 
I never went yeah. back and I need to look I suppose, at that. Yeah, because yeah. at that point you're completely missing all context, right? So yeah, exactly. Really, yeah. And obviously, it's kind of vague enough that yeah. it's yeah, it you you have yeah, as I said, yeah, you have to know like the context of the rest of the story. Yeah, but yeah, it's just it's just so it's as I said, yeah, like the the actual gameplay is nothing special. It's just yeah, it's just very very generic, but done pretty solidly mm-hmm. but yeah everything else the writing the acting the animation like the art design the mocap yeah. like yeah oh it was when you meet uh the blue lady and her daughter like i remember just watching some of like the interactions between those characters and just sitting there and just being like this 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 is real people. Like mm-hmm. this, this isn't. This is like we're just watching a film. Yeah. Like yeah. it's. Did you did you wild. ever get into the the Mass Effect series, Sarah? Uh, no. Oh, it's the basically this is the closest we've had. It, it probably in many ways, I think it's hard to compare because you know uh, the Mass Effect games were longer and there was three of them. Plus, they were right? like serious um, sci-fi, right? Which you know, Guardians is in some seri- ways. Um, this this had a bit of comedy yeah. in it, you know, like the Mass Effect, but like nowhere near as much yeah. as as um as the Guardians games. But but this is the so when I say this is the closest, I think probably Guardians is actually nails it better than Mass Effect. Like honestly, mm. um, but I think it's the closest we've come to ha- that Mass Effect feeling um, from those first three games, where you're you're so invested in the character that even animation makes like. When Mass Effect, when you walk around the ship, yeah, in a, in the Normandy in Mass Effect, you will look at a character and go, "Oh my God, it's him! I need to go and talk to him. What's he doing mm. there?" Mm. You know what I mean? And you get like a little bit of excitement to go and talk to that character. Oh my God, Garrus is standing in the Citadel. He's there. It's Garrus. Let me go and talk to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like such a huge thing, and. I felt the same here, where you would pass like Rocket's room and look in, and he's not mm. there, and you're like. I wonder where Rocket is, and then he's downstairs doing some something, and you're like, "Well, I'm going to go and talk to Rocket and see what's mm. going on." And then every time you do that, you're treated to an amazing bit of dialogue or backstory or whatever, which is also, again, if you've done had that conversation, is referenced yeah. during like the next mission or whatever. It's so well done, so well handled, mm. and um, it's a real sort of it's a real sort of uh, raising the bar of hey, good writing can affect how you perceive a yeah. game, right? Because I do think it falls flat a little bit with the mm-hmm. combat, um, especially towards the end of the game. But that doesn't matter because it's not really why you're playing it. You're playing it for the relationships, for the story. Um, and yeah, and because you love spending time with that team, it's they absolutely now it's incredible, yeah. really. And I think yeah. like... And it's, it's, sorry, it's amazing how quickly they become the characters that you know and you forget about the film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, for yeah. Sure. and and yeah, like I said like I prefer I prefer the Star-Lord in the games. I think mm-hmm. the other I think the other four are very close to how they are in the films. I think it's only really Star-Lord that's actually quite different. There's um, um there's there's a few key say- differences. I won't spoil any well, not it's not really spoiled. Okay. It's, it's stuff that is sort of mentioned, like has happened previously, rather than like actual in-game events. Oh, like but there lore. are, yeah, there are major differences to like the MCU stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's huge yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, look, looking mm. back on it, 
But I think Gamora, I think Gamora is quite different. Yeah. I think everyone else is quite mm. similar. Um, yeah. But it definitely uh, like it, know, it keeps like, that thing of like, yes, you know, th- there's a lot of jokes and stuff, but ultimately this is like a like this little family that has bonded through like essentially like they're all processing some sort of trauma of, of some sort. And that's, that's right. why it really yeah, works yeah. and isn't just, you know, oh yeah, it's the funny one. Like it's there's there's real heart to it as well. It really works. Yeah. And I think like I feel, I feel like as sorry. well we've we've probably made a load of like comic people really annoyed that we're just comparing it to the films and not the uh, comics maybe. as well. Yeah. Um and but, I've never been clear know, on whether or not the comics really... were even that popular before the film, like even among, you know, yeah. comics people. Um But yeah, just quickly, Dave, on like the Mass Effect comparison, like you know, like when you first visit nowhere. Um, and yes. it's like, oh yeah, this this could be like the hub of like a sprawling RPG, and like, and I'm glad it wasn't because I think you know one of the things I liked about Guardians is that it's quite pacey and you know it, it has a as an end that you will probably almost definitely see without putting sixty hours in, but like the scope is there, like it's such a beautifully realized place, and it's and yeah, it's just proper good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, I think no, yeah, absolutely. That that was the feeling I got while I was mm. playing it for sure. And it's um, and it's an okay, it's an cool. it's another game that you can play if you have the tier of PS Plus that lets you play it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. On, isn't it? It's um, also I would on say game I'd Pass Absolutely now. finish that, Sarah. Oh yeah, yeah I think it's it been on, on Game Pass, Pass as well. for a while. Um, yeah, well, well like, like it, I said, Sarah. I've I've a hundred percented and done everything there is to do in the uh, Solstice. So. Mm-hmm. That's running. That's running for another three weeks, and I've already done it all. So <laughs> I'm going to finish straight, and then I'm going to go back Don't to Guardians. Was that a final, very Lovely final question about Destiny Two? I promise. Um, was that a massive time investment to do that over a, a week or whatever? Or uh, not? Not a not a massive investment. Uh-huh. It was two. It was a slightly late evening, a late evening, and then kind of. An afternoon okay. and late evening, um, and like a couple of lunch times. So yeah, not you could you could quite easily do maybe half an hour to an hour mm-hmm. most nights over the three weeks. Right, yeah, and you probably and, do it, okay. and then you'll you'll probably do it all then. Okay. Um, I just you know was like I'm gonna do this all in <laughs> as quickly as possible. Fair dues. Uh, right, okay. Um. I don't know whether I should talk about my game. Uh, I, I, I mean, I've it. just seen what it is. I've played a bit of it. You have? Yeah. So, I Go on. I've been playing Power Wash Simulator. Um, <laughs> and this, is, it, a, this what, has been around for a while, but it finally hit it? 1.0. Yeah, everyone's been talking about the last couple of weeks, haven't they? Yeah. Right, no, okay. it's, it's well, I know it's been out for like, pass, months. Right. Like, um, it's been in early access on Steam and stuff, so yeah, so it's mm. finally finished and landed on Game Pass and on consoles and stuff. So it's the work of the devil. It's the work <laughs> of the absolute devil. Yeah, it's it's so much worse than I thought it was going to be when I started <laughs> playing it. Yet so much more addictive. Like yeah. if I was to tell you about Power Wash Simulator, Matt, right? So there, obviously, you've got a power washer. You're going around places and cleaning stuff up. Right? How long do you reckon a how long do you reckon a mission would be? 10, 50 minutes? 10, 50 minutes. Yeah. If I was to say that there could be up to two hours for a mission. <laughs> Oof, nice. Cleaning every little piece of a f- playground. 
is currently what I'm doing, Sean. Yeah, um, on the, I'm just on the garden. It's So the garden was, yeah, that took me about an, pff, an hour and a quarter, maybe. Maybe an hour, actually. You sound like a tradesman. Oh, oh it's going to... I haven't got my steps, mate. Uh, it's but, it's <laughs> but, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And you sit there and you go, oh, why am I doing this? It's not even <laughs> fun. I'm not even enjoying myself. I'm looking at this huge, horrible garden that's covered in shit. Someone's shit all over it, right? <laughs> and you're sitting there with your little spray gun and you're spraying it piece by piece. It's it's not too dissimilar to cleaning your hallway with a toothbrush, right? <laughs> you're going, oh, okay, there are little things to make it a little bit easier, but they're not like... I, I remember, right, so I started the playground one, um, Sean, which is mm-hmm. way bigger than yeah. the garden, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking... Nah, I've missed something here. I've bought mm. bits. I've bought new parts for my pressure washer, right? Mm. I've I've toyed with, you know, using cleaning agents and all this sort of stuff. I'm missing something here. So I went onto YouTube and went tips for power wash simulator, right? And I watched the whole video. I went, nope, that's all the stuff that I've done. Uh, it really, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, and then you'll, you'll, you'll be able to reduce your time completing missions to, you know, about an hour and a half, hour, three quarters. Going, <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> that's what brought me here because I thought this can't be right but here's what I do I sit there I clean a fence post and it goes ding you clean that and I go that was stupid look how much more there is to do better start on the fence <laughs> like it's uh, the floor's a bit dirty there I'll do that bit then won't I and then I right uh, so I did the garden level you're talking about um mm. Sean mm-hmm. and then I went Right, what's my next mission? Oh, there's a bike. That won't take me long. I'll do the bike. I cleaned the bike. It took me about 10 minutes. And then I went, oh, well, that's done now. Better do the massive playground. (laughs) (laughs) When I first played it, I sat down to play it for half an hour. I played it for nearly two hours. It's, It's horrible. It's made by the devil. It's genuinely ridiculous. You sit there hating yourself the whole time, and but by the end of it, you get a little like dopamine hit of, oh, that looks clean now, doesn't it? <laughs> That's it. That's the so game. I, what I've found interesting about this, it's oh, you know, like I say I've only put like an hour in something like that. Um, it's yeah, like you can't overstate like how thorough it asks you to be, right? Yeah. Oh um, god. Like, if there's a fucking pixel of dirt left on something, it's like, it's not done. It's not it's finished. No, nah, it's a little bit more forgiving with that, but, but True. not Sorry, forgiving yeah, enough. Bit, you know. but, and not um, only that, and not only that, guys, you could spray it down as much as you want, but unless you're using the right nozzle, it's not always going to work. It's <laughs> or if, not you, always if you stood a bit work. too far away, which, you know, I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, I can say with some authority, that is, you know, what it's actually like yes. using a, a power washer. Like, I've, you know, I have to, because unfortunately Mara does loads of wheeze in our yard at, at the back and it fucking stinks. So every so often I have to just blast it down. <gasps> um, have you got an actual power washer? Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't do what you're playing this. So just go, <laughs> can you just go outside with the power washer? Yeah, the yard stinks from what house. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um and yeah, like that is, you know, that is how it works. Like, yeah, you, you know, you initially like, oh man, I can make it go like really wide, but then that means it's actually quite rubbish. Does like, you know, you have to yeah. use like a focused 
beam yeah. of it. Um, so yeah, all that stuff. I was like, yeah, this is this is as annoying as a real pressure washer. Um, <laughs> but have you bought the extension things? That's the game. No, changer. I haven't bought any any extensions. Yeah, I bought yet. the extenders because they're, they're that's that's where it changes a little bit. Yeah, fair uh, I, um, I, 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 I invested in the I invested in the soap dispenser. Nice. and loads of soap thing, but that's not as good. Get the extension not- stuff first. I kinda I kinda wish this wasn't a conversation about a video game because it's the most dad conversation I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 Apart from the fact we're talking about a video game. Well this is uh, it. Do you like, see the irony people... of us kicking off about you talk about Destiny Two and now we're talking about this. Do you see? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real games <laughs> moot sides, pressure washer time. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird because I know like a lot of people find this like genuinely like therapeutic to play. Yeah, and John, I John's s- loving it. Sort of get it. I do. Um, I don't think I'm gonna have the time to put into it just because of the nature. Obviously, you know, like the way we play things and having to play stuff for the show and stuff. I don't feel like I have much to say about this that you know that will be doesn't interesting. Matter, doesn't matter. Um, You'll play it for the rest of the week. Fair enough. Maybe I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. You'll sit there and you'll go, I was in exactly the same place when I was in that garden. I was yeah. like, I'm going to do this and I'm done. Yeah. Because uh, what's the fucking point? I've got <laughs> stuff to do for the show. It's taken me an hour to do this fucking garden. <laughs> uh, there's no way I'm going to do. And then next thing I know, I'm in a playground and I'm cleaning the lot. monkey bars. Like, it's ridiculous. It's, do you know what it is? Because it always... You know, I always say like about like Dynasty Warriors, right? And people are like, oh, but it's just like none of the enemies do anything and you're just kind of wading through. And it's like, yeah, look at the map in the top right hand corner. See how it's got all these red dots all over it. I'm just going to fucking sweep them all away and they'll all be <laughs> yeah. in about half an hour. They'll all be gone. It's this similar sense of like, I have, yeah. fuck, I've cleaned it off. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Charlie's yeah. obsessed with it. Is he? Yeah. He is like proper. He's zoned out playing it and in fact mm. actually i don't know if you've had the same experience sean mm. but i play it for say i play it for like 45 minutes but like yeah. i think i blink like three times while playing it <laughs> and when i finish i'm like my eyes are dry as fuck because yeah <laughs> you are actually concentrating loads that's what i mean I, I don't like i do find it therapeutic but i don't find it relaxing like no. it's quite intense no. considering it, yeah. you know it's there, there is literally no pace to it other than what you set yourself um because it yeah. was made by the devil. I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm well, you telling know, you. You know who, who made this, don't you? The devil. Satan. Yes. It's the, <laughs> it's the team that did um, Velocity. Velocity right. 2X. So that's, You're kidding it, me. Future no, no. I was going to say, that's probably why John got into it, is it not? Because I know he was a, a huge fan. I don't know. I, no, I think it's because our friend Jay was raving uh, about it. Fair but yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I team. think that's what started um, it. But the, the, uh, I'll tell you what, I did really enjoy the sound design. Like the attention to detail, like depending on like what you're squirting at and the range you're at and the the fucking the setting you've got the the nozzle on, it's all like this. Honestly, like yeah, just have a play around with that. It's, the time it's, and effort into it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where the money's gone, mate. It's uh, I well don't spent. know, man. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. And I'm gonna play it after this. Cool. And not in an ironic way, not in a... Like, I'll turn it on after this because it's made by the devil and I will sit there for an hour tonight knowing that I'm losing out on precious sleep and I'll be angry at myself. I'll be angry at myself and I'll do it again tomorrow night. It reminds um, me of when we we played um, Minecraft for the first time, Matt. Reminds me of that. Mm. Well, that was also incredibly satisfying. And that's what I see with this. I haven't played this one yet, but it looks like I can just... You know, it's horrible. The satisfaction will be enough to carry me through. 
It's an horrible game. Because um, cause House Flipper recently landed on Game Pass as well. Oh, and again, see, that's, that's the... PC only. No, it's on, on Xbox as well. Oh. Yeah, you got you guys talking about this and the whole like mm. zoning out and taking mm. like an hour and a half to do is how I played House Flipper. Yeah, man. Like it's it's weird, isn't it? Like I was yeah. I was talking to Cammy about it the other day and he was like, Yeah, we like put it on for the evening thinking, oh, you know, we'll play like an hour of this. Next thing we know, it's like like you know, you tick off all the objectives and then you're just like well, now yeah, you got to make look it very look nice, does it? Yeah, we now can, you got to yeah, make yeah, it look yeah, we nice. Do, we can do more with this. We can make it really nice. Like, <laughs> and you're like agonising, <laughs> you're like agonising over the curtains and yeah, like yeah, the yeah, sofas. Yeah. Well, and yeah. also, also with House Flipper, is it's you know getting to live out the fantasy of owning property that you can do what you want to. So, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm sitting in a room with walls that have remained unpainted for about six months now. So, oh, I'll come, yeah, when do we address that in the in the? Yeah, when do we address that in the um, James Farley sense, uh, Sean? Well, I've got an excuse in the on. one of the walls here has still got a big damp patch on it, um, right. and uh, yeah. we've got roofers. Um, we're getting the sorry, this is this is full on dad chat now. We're getting the the roof <laughs> fully redone, and I've basically just said like, while you're up there, can you see if you can figure out why I'm still getting damp in this room? I think the answer is going to be that it's the neighbour's fault, and that's not a conversation I want to have, Dave. Oh right, so, okay. You you just just kick a hole in the wall then. Say yeah. what well, is the damp, isn't I mean, it? Your fault. They are very old, so maybe if I just bide my time, kick their heads in then instead of the wall. Didn't Oh, I thought you meant I could take them. They're very old. I can have them. No, yeah, I thought no, that's no, what no, you were thinking. One punch, they'd be gone. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, not from you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Double that. that if you that need that, though, Sean, let me know. Does happen? Imagine if I tried to start on him and he's like this eighty-year-old. Ken next door beats the shit out of me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe if they're maybe if they're really that old, you don't need to do anything. That's yeah. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Physical physical violence isn't needed. Could you just like I don't know play like ask James for tips on like the psychological game? Like <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Keep like game? wait. I don't ask know, James doing, because like, he's confrontational doing, like, or because he's old. Because well, cause you, were, you were saying he did psychological warfare against Jonathan Blow. He's clearly good, like, good at yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm looking forward to next week's episode. Can you not just make him think that like the house is haunted or something, or that like maybe they're, yeah they're starting to they're starting. To... I mean, we do have so in the in the attic, the the party wall isn't like properly fire stop. You can see over into their attic, so I could just chuck oh, some yeah. speakers could, and just or, like. Just go in, just go in and just like move stuff around and like hide things. So yeah. then they start to think that, you know, they got a touch of the... Touch of the spooks. I'll just go around and talk to them actually, Sean. Yeah, don't get into a fight. Uh, yeah, Matt, yeah, I mean, the, the idea of just going around and having a friendly chat with them down doesn't seem as daunting really in comparison to everything See, we've else we've just cooked up. We have yeah, helped. Yeah. yeah, we have. You have. Where, and where that was we our plan all this? along. Oh, we're talking about old, um, power simulator. The house flipper, yeah, the house flipper. Um, I, oh, I got flipper. that confused with there. There was that wreck game or something. I, that's the one that I want to play. That's the one I want to play on Xbox. Wreck game. Yeah, you not heard what, about it. Was in the Spanish movie. <laughs> no, it's a game where like I think you go to like a house and you just basically demolish it. <gasps> the whole idea that is that you amazing. could like drive tractors through it and stuff. Oh, you thinking of teardown? Tear down. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's PC. That's the only. one I want to play. Yeah. yeah, that's PC only at the moment. At the moment, Sean. PC uh, gamers, so mate, they get all the best, all the best games. That's my power wash simulator warning. Do not play that game. Mm. Um, Matt, you've played the other big game that came out this past week as Dusk Falls. I knew I was going to be last. 
Go on. You've what? Oh shit! Yeah, sorry. I I thought you. Uh, yeah, sorry. My bad. No, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Go on. Well, man. I'll, I'll, I'll be quick. I want to hear about As Dusk Falls. So go for it. I'll be quick because I've only played the first the first book. Uh, so there are. This is so. This is an um, interactive thriller. Um, a little bit like a kind of a life of strange kind of game, but there's less gameplay in this one actually. Uh, this is from Interior Night, and you may you may have seen this. It's got the painterly style kind of graphics i mean they're they're based on like real um real real actors but they're painted over um uh but crucially it's how it's kind of animated um it's not stop motion but you would see kind of a frame of animation and then you'll see the next one like 10 frames later so you're never seeing smooth animation between people moving in a scene they just move you know as and when it's it's hard to describe that that style i've never seen anything else like it. it It's like there's just like, like certain like key frames, but they yeah, like they're really far apart, isn't it? Like there'll be like one frame for like a certain gesture or whatever. I'm just going off what I've seen in trailers and stuff, obviously. But yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, when, no, I think when we when we saw the initial trailers, we were sort of questioning whether the game would actually look like that. Mm. Um, I really uh, maybe I'm I don't like that art art style at all. I, no? It just looks really jarring and horrible to me. Yeah, yeah I, I, when I, I saw the trailer and was like, oh no, no. <laughs> No, thank yeah, you. At first, I was, thought it would be uh, jarring, but actually, you very very quickly kind of, your brain kind of fills in the gaps in between frames of animation, mm. and it works really, really well. And actually, they can convey emotion in just like one frame of, anima- of animation really, really well. Um, so, so the story, again, I'm only, so there are six chapters or six books, each lasting about an hour each. I've only done the first one. So far, it appears it's basically about two families and how their lives are kind of um you know interwoven at the start you are following husband and wife there's a little bit of um they're, they're having a bit of a, a domestic in the car in the back they've got a daughter and i think like the guy's dad and driving along the freeway something happens uh there there's like a small car accident and then you see another family and and the, well it's like a family things like three brothers and they're trying to break into a house and it's basically again elisa's first book is how the relationship between them two people um you know cross paths basically um it, it's definitely much more kind of an adult thriller story than a game like Life is Strange and uh, and those kinds of things. There's, there's tension from the off, and you can tell instantly that the kind of the the themes of the story and tone in which they're delivering it is way it feels way more kind of gritty and adult than kind of the the, the more fantastical stories of of Life is Strange. Um, and and yeah, so far, just in the first hour, it's been incredibly incredibly tense. That, that there's a bit where uh, the, the family. And the these these brothers who are broken into a house meet up, and th- there's this incredibly tense moment in this um, in in this hotel in this motel whatever, uh, and and then th- that's basically how how the first book ends. But if, for the last like twenty minutes, I was kind of on the edge of my seat already, and this is literally the first like forty minutes into this game. Um, yeah. so, gameplay wise, the, like I said, there's, there's less gameplay than like a Life is Strange, so mm-hmm. you don't actually physically explore an environment. Whereas in Life is Strange, you might have moments in between the uh, in between the kind of quick time events and story bits. You would explore environments and kind of comb for clues and whatnot. Here, the closest you'll get is that uh, it will kind of um, you'll go into an environment. So the cutscene will take you into an environment, and then you have a cursor to look around, say a room, and you could like pick up 
clues or look behind things and whatnot. So that's basically about as far as it goes gameplay-wise because all the rest of the game is basically you're playing a cutscene. Every 20 to 30 seconds or so, there will be a QTE that could be pressing a, a face button or moving one of the sticks to do do a certain thing. Again, the same kind of classic kind of QTEs we see in other games whereby there might be... So at this bit at the beginning of the game where you're in the car... You have a car, you, well, a car accident happens on the freeway and there are very quick kind of QTs where you can like, you know, move the stick left or right to kind of um, you know, stop the car from rolling or hitting something else, for instance. Um, the, 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 those are really good and done really well. Like you feel, even the very early ones, you feel like you've got to hit the button really, really quickly in order to not fail. And I haven't failed yet, so maybe they're just, that the, they've they've done it perfectly to always make you feel like you're on the edge of these QTE kind of mm. moments. But so far, in the first hour at least, I haven't haven't failed one. Um, but again, like I said, already, like even with this weird animation style where you see one frame and don't see anything until the character's already moved a bit, there's already fantastic bits of uh, emotion just, just um, kind of, shown in, in one frame of animation more than a lot of other games can manage using full fluid animation uh, there's also what this enables them is that there's no lip syncing so there's no kind of there's no uncanny valley there's no stuff where it looks quite it looks almost good enough but it can really take you out at the moment i feel like what they've done is because they've kind of taken a step back and used this quite unique graphical and animation style that actually for me i, I like i said i forgot I almost forgot about the fact that I was missing frames and just mm. accepted it for what it was. And um, and yeah, so far at least, really, really good. I've seen people comparing this to like an AMC drama or I'm not quite Breaking Bad, but like a, a much more adult drama, like say a HBO or, or whatever. Um, and so far at least, there's been tension in a lot of these scenes and I'm very excited about how these two families are going to work together or, you know, not work together, how their lives are going to in, you know, interweave with one another. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited to play more. Hmm. Uh, cool. I, I, I'm interested to see if that stuff happens for me because I, I, you know, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, in a way by, we've said this before by like, um, I don't know, lowering the realism slightly uh, means that you know you're not getting pulled away from things, and actually your imagination can take over. Like it's that it's that fascinating stuff. I, I don't know if you've seen the work people are doing on Grand Theft Auto at the moment, where actually if you downres things a little bit and um, you know add a filter in that really you know it looks way more realistic because it's yeah. more mimicking the sort of dash cam footage we've seen than yeah it's like really flat lighting like compression yeah. artifacts and stuff and it's like oh shit like, yeah it looks real but yeah, it's, looks yeah, real as you say, yeah it's, it's mimicking the the way we see footage of which real life obviously events. is not what's going on here but yeah. i i fully see what you're saying matt about say with life is strange sometimes you know when an animation goes wrong especially when it's like quite a pivotal scene and your character is sort of just like walking into a wall for a little bit and then turning around on a spot and then like on as a tank. And that does, that's got to take you out of it at some point. So if mm. you remove that stuff and, and do it this way, then yeah, maybe, and, and, maybe and, that improves know, it. They're but... kind of painted over like actors. It, it just, it feels, it feels 
much more real, even though he's got this weird animation style. Um, another mm. thing is at the end of at least the first episode, there's like you see all the branching paths, which I, and it, there's much more detail. There's like a key to this map and everything about you know whether it kind of if someone could have died there or this could have happened. Percentages, uh, whether it kind of would have stopped the story. It feels like there are absolutely tons of things that that, that can change and one time decision. Or kind of if you muck up a QT now or you change the decision now, that's gonna affect the story, you know, five, six hours down the line. Mm. Uh, I think this this I think the the studio they're, they're like former Quantic Dream uh, devs and you can kind of tell the you can tell they they've got a lot of experience in this. But uh yeah, what what what's really good as well, I haven't done this yet, but it's got loads of really clever multiplayer uh functionality as well, whereby you can play up to eight players um, in in the same room using other controllers or uh, phones as as, as ah, touch screens, cool. you can also employ loads of cool Twitch stuff whereby you can like you can connect your Twitch account to the game or add a code whatever it is, and then your Twitch chat can control the decisions. <laughs> so every time there's a QTE or a choice in the story, the chat can the chat can vote and it, it will show like the per, the you know, the, the pool, uh, their their Twitch name and whatnot, so you can see who's doing what. The person playing the game. They can override, I think, two or three decisions, maybe per episode. They can override a few at least anyway. But um, I think that stuff looks really, really cool. I've heard some people say this is much better as a multiplayer experience than it is just to play on your own. But I, okay. I want to experience it on my own because I want to kind of see what my version of the story would be. But yeah. I really appreciate the fact they are doing these cool multiplayer things. And I think if, if you want like a cool multiplayer or streaming experience, I think this could be really, really clever as well. Yeah, like I really like the idea of just doing my own playthrough and then doing it again on Twitch and just going, right, there you go, everyone, have at it. And presumably yeah. everyone will make loads of really terrible decisions, but it'll just, you know, to sort of watch that play out, like with, you know, the chat, feeling like they, they're sort of interacting with it and just me having no investment in it and just seeing things go wrong, I think it would be really fun, but... Yeah, I'm already looking forward to. That. I mean, even in the first episode, I know I've kind of flip flopped on like how I've tried to <laughs> tried to play the character um, okay. already. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm dreading what kind of character my, yeah, the person I'm playing is is going to turn and into. You're, you're, we know you're notoriously horrendous when it comes to uh, playing <laughs> characters in these starter games right I don't, I'm just, I, at one point i was like, okay no you, you're gonna be strong and you're gonna do this and next time i actually know you probably should change that because because your daughter could see that and that you can't be that kind of dad and um oh God. it's really it's really it great it's really great because because the, the 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 father so the the couple of which like the, the husband his dad's there but also mm. his daughter's there so he's trying to kind of play you know the different types of people depending on who he's with in the scene i think or at least, mm. at least that's how i'm trying to play it um and isn't that yeah, really, a really little good bit so far. like real life exactly <laughs> um but yeah i, I love the art style I'm, I'm really digging the story so far as well yeah cool cool all right well i'll be playing that next week i think um should i on, off the top ahead, of your head should i play that first or stray Start I mean, with stray, yes i mean well stray's about five hours this is about six hours so okay. Stray. Here's the thing, Sean. I mm. think you want to play this before Stray because you've already asked us that question. I just, sorry, I asked we, him WhatsApp, didn't I? Sorry, yeah, I forgot. Uh, no, no, it was when we were playing um, Walkabout Mini Golf. Oh, sorry, yeah. You said, and we said, oh, yeah, play Stray. And you mm. went, all right. And then now it sounds like, well, oh, I'm not quite happy with I that. Mean, in terms of, <laughs> I was going to ask again until I get the answer of, I want. Yeah. In yeah. terms of show discussion, I mean, next week, I think 
like, well, definitely me and James, possibly David as well, would have finished this. So, yeah, good point. If you want to be involved in that conversation, then maybe play this first. Or you can probably get both yeah, done, frankly, because yeah. I need like 11 hours a game playing both of these. Right, how much it? What are you? You're just eating into his time. Yeah, yeah. Poor sod. Well, to be fair, I'm we've got right. no Patreon stuff to do doing this week, the, so. Yeah, Solstice stuff. That's true. All right. Sean. Is it me? Getting on for time, so I will be fairly brief. Um, so I've been playing Into the Breach, which originally came out four years ago, I think. Yeah, um, I've heard about this for a while. Yeah, but it's found a new lease of life for two reasons. One, um, they put out a free update for it that has a shitload of stuff. Um, and two, it's it's now part of your Netflix subscription if if you're that way inclined and you can play it on your telephone, um, which is what I've been doing. So I originally had this on Switch back in the day. Um, I found it too hard. Like I could not get my head around it in hindsight. Um, obviously, I'm now realizing that was Isaac year one. Um, so brain wasn't doing so good at the time because, <laughs> yeah, I'm playing it again now and absolutely adoring it. Um, oh, cool. as, as everyone told me I should. it's For those who haven't played it, basically the hook is it's a turn-based strategy game, like tile-based, and you're taking it in turns, and it's you've got some big robots or like artillery cannons or whatever, um, and there's like giant bug monsters trying to destroy, the, you know, there'll be like civilian buildings and factories and stuff that you have to protect. Um, and it's all about, it's the fact that like you have this sort of really limited sort of time travel technology right so it's a roguelike in that you play a game and when you lose they kind of go right back in the time portal back to the start let's try again um but also it's like you're always outnumbered and and like you know oh like the enemies are always more powerful than you there's more of them like you can never really like kill them all but the way it works is they all like every turn they all move into position and then you see what action they are going to take and then you're like, right, how do I manage this so that no civilians get killed, ideally so that my robots also don't get hit? Um, and it's all about managing it so like all different attacks, you know, will damage enemies, but will also move them around. Um, and there are, you know, tricks you can do, like making enemies bash into each other for extra damage. They, you know, you'll see where like an enemy is about to burst out of the ground on the following turn. So if you can move an enemy on top of that spot, oh, right. it will oh, yeah, prevent yeah. them coming up and they will take damage. Just all these, all these things that sort of add up. Um, so that every turn you can, like on a single turn, you've only got three units to move around, right? And you can spend like 10, 20 minutes on a single turn sometimes, like, cause you just like, micromanaging everything to like the, the tiniest degree just to get it as perfect as possible um and yeah i just i'm really glad i'm now enjoying it as much as everyone said i should four years ago um and yeah as i say if you, if you've got netflix um it's yeah play it on your phone which is just a brilliant way to play it as well like it, you know it was great having it on switch because it's um because of the type of game it is obviously it's not very graphically intensive it's you know really nice um pixel art um and it was nice having it on a portable console but it's just even better on phone uh on yeah phone i'm, not, I'm quite looking for i don't know if you've seen the news about them releasing papers please on phone oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm i never got to play it more than the demo you know that uh, demo yeah, that yeah, come yeah, out yeah. before then yeah. so i'm thinking oh mate that's a way better way of playing that yeah. game so i think totally. I'll do yeah, i never played that game properly either so i'm well into them. Yeah. I think, yeah, I've, no, I think nice I've got it revival. on my Steam account, but I've just mm-hmm. never actually yeah, got around same. to playing it. So mm-hmm. yeah, so, as yeah, soon as it comes same. out on phones, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it a ton. Yeah, totally. 
Okay, um, I was going to say, oh, I really hope that this is the turnaround for <laughs> phone game. How many times have we said that? Yeah, we I like, I got a free trial of Apple Arcade again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So bad. Yeah. It's so, there's so much shit on there. It's awful, One of them it? is just, here's Freeze, yep. and it's called Freeze Plus. And I was yep. like, new version of Freeze? Nah. It's just, nah. Yeah, it's <laughs> a classic <laughs> version of Freeze, but it's got yeah. some stuff I can't remember what. No, yeah. there's got nothing. Nothing There's new. a bunch of the Plus games, which are basically old games they brought back and they're called yeah. something yeah, but Plus. It's because that they need to be able to put them on Apple Arcade, I think. Yeah. That's the only reason. <clears throat> yeah, it's literally they've just, just um, with... Yeah, okay, they just take all on. the microtransactions out. Yep. Uh, that's yeah. what um, it is. <laughs> um, they so so get, what happened? Because um, I know you're asking for recommendations and I was yeah, like, yeah, that's right. recent ones. Um, I mean, definitely um, South of the Circle. I think you'll really like that. Okay. Um, I mean, that wasn't. I mean, that was two years ago, but I know it's been a long time. That's fine. Um, yeah. Also, recently, <laughs> get Air Twister. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Just get it. All right. I'll see what you think. I'll do that. Um, I'll do that. I mean, th- there will Air be Twister others. Air Twister and South of the Circle. Your turn. Okay. Air Twister and South yeah. of the Circle. Yeah. Um, um, there there yeah, will no, be others, I- but I just off the top of my head, I yeah. I am. Um, I, I I sat there and I thought, uh, I you know, I'm sick of playing this Wordscapes game, which is a free to play thing. Oh yeah, and yeah. I thought, how much is it to get rid of the adverts? It's five quid. They're bound to have some word games in Apple Arcade. Yeah. So I I signed up for the thing. I got that Word Tower thing. I thought, I hate this. I hate it. <laughs> so I just downloaded Wordscapes again and then put and then paid for the fucking <laughs> no ads. Uh, but I will check these out. Okay. Cool. Dave, please play Pro Darts 2022 Plus because I, I played that thinking, here we go, a darts game on mobile, I'm well into this, and I, it never it never felt good to me. I wanted to get into it so badly, but it never felt good enough. But please yeah, they play got a bowling one. game as well. I tried that and it was it was, it was was dung. Um, <laughs> Which one did you play? Which bowling game? Because a bunch. It was like whatever the late, the one that they're pushing on there. Was is it like... My Bowling 3D Plus? Yeah, it's, some, yeah, it's okay. like a real... <laughs> It's like a real bad name for a bowling game. Uh, and I tried it and I was like, I never want to play an Apple arcade game ever again. Uh, Just play Fantasian. Yeah. What's that? It's like a mini Final Fantasy. Mm. Uh, no, you're right. I, I don't like games like that, do I? I was going to say, yeah, Dave, Dave loves that stuff. Maybe, maybe you will do. I won't though, Matt, because I've, I've played that. several turn-based stuff and I hate it every time. And also, I I obviously love those games, and I've had Fantasian downloaded and installed on my phone for probably about six months now. <laughs> um, I've not played it. I don't even think I've yeah. opened the app. It's just there. Well, then yeah. you can't. You but can't LinkedIn, you should should play. Like LinkedIn. Good. <laughs> oh no, I check, I, check, I check LinkedIn far more often than I should, and then regret yeah. it every time I'm on there. Yeah, I've never. It's such a little grass LinkedIn. Oh, they've been looking at your profile. Yeah. Shut up, grassing them up. Yeah. Let them look That's at my weird. profile then. Just knock. Yeah. LinkedIn <laughs> is absolutely horrendous social networking. Yeah, I want yeah, it, it every really day. Is. Yeah, it really is. Uh, you're on it every day. Yeah, well, work stuff. Yeah, right. yeah, work stuff. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I that three times. Thanks, uh, Sean. Uh, the other game I've been playing is Forza Horizon 5 because the Hot Wheels DLC is out. Well, yes, I might it is. get this um, this week. It's very good. It's very good fun. Um, is it, though? Because I've got questions. It is big orange tracks looping around. It definitely feels less open world. 
um, than the, you know, the, the main game because the, you know you do spend a lot of time on these sort of pre-built tracks. Um, but the way it's done is just so daft that I just really admire it. So basically, it's in the sky, right? There's just these three big floating islands in the sky, and one's like all snowy, one's a jungle, and one's a desert, I think. Um, and yeah, and they're all, and then they're sort of interconnected with all these mad Hot Wheels tracks. Um, and it's yeah, so like if if you know your thing in Forza is just going off road and smashing through loads of cactuses and rocks and, and god knows what else. Yeah, boy. That's that's gone effectively in this. Like you are mostly sticking to the tracks. There are little off road bits and they're very good, um, but they are you know few and far between, relatively speaking. Um, but it's just the the sheer complexity and weirdness of the yeah the sort of pre built Hot Wheels track makes it worth it i think um there aren't did many you play the last one i did play the last one but it was a long time ago so i don't remember much of it it definitely this definitely seems like way more dense and interesting than that did okay. i would say um and plus it's you know it's got like the magnetic tracks it's got like flume sections so there's like these really good like it's really fun to just sort of set your car at like Bloody like love a, a flume. Uh, bloody yeah. love a flume, mate. Um, yeah, stick your car at like, the top of this this one track and then just like bomb it down all these like flume sections. There's like ice bits, stuff like that. Um, there aren't loads of cars. There's like, I think there's like, is it 16 cars and like four of them are different versions of fucking Bone Shaker, which is, <laughs> is a, it's a classic. I hate it. Um, but like... Because it's, it's popular. No, I just hate the look of it. It's just like oh, right. I don't know. I just think it looks skeletons and that stupid Ugh. box on wheels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, so there's not like loads of cars. So like it, you know, obviously you know I've praised Hot Wheels Unleashed a lot in the past. Like if you are like a Hot Wheels obsessive, you're probably still better served with Hot Wheels Unleashed. Like because if yeah, you want to collect the cars, because yeah. there's like fucking tons of them in that game. Whereas here, as I say, I think there's only about sixteen of them. Um, but it is a like there's a whole like series of missions where you just get like you, you do a race and you just get a little lecture about like the history of Hot Wheels and like how it came about and and stuff and it's just yeah it's actually quite interesting. Um, so yeah, I've, I've only played like a couple of hours of it, but I'm I'm properly enjoying it. Sounds like they've uh, been learning from uh, Gran Turismo there. I was going to ask, <laughs> oh, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. intro, was that, yeah, is that history of Hot Wheels as exciting <laughs> as a history of motor vehicles? Titanic I was going to say they haven't mentioned <laughs> when the Titanic sunk yet, but sure we'll get um, there. Yeah, I had two problems with the, uh, the Hot Wheels um, DLC before, which mm. I still really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Let's not. You know, it wasn't bad at all. But mm. the last Hot Wheels DLC, two problems I had. First, that uh, yeah, I was stuck on the stuck on the tracks for too much. But mm-hmm. it sounds like it's still got that. Yeah. The second was they just let you pick normal cars as well. And I thought actually, it's quite. Wouldn't it be wicked if it just strips away your whole garage just for this area, and you get that feeling of progression again? Mm. I, like I wish they did DLC like that because I adore the Lego stuff they did in the last Forza. Mm. Um, and I wish that they did that for that as well, where you can only drive Lego cars in that Lego world. Um, and I'm sure that had upset people, probably. Why can't I drive my mm. my really expensive car that I really like? it? But I also, because, uh, what was it? Do you remember when they did the Fast and Furious DLC? I think this was for Horizon 2. Oh, no, I, um, yeah. 
wasn't playing. They just treated it as a completely separate thing. Uh-huh. This is a separate game. You're going to have to build your carriage up again. Okay. Um, and it, I like that from a DLC, really. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, you are doing that. Like, you start off with one Hot Wheels car and then you, you earn the rest. But then, as you say, like, you do the first races in a Hot Wheels car and be like, right, well, I'm just going to go back to my favourite car now. It's yeah. it's interesting. There there are a lot of cars you can't use in Hot Wheels land. But, oh, it's, right. but I don't know if that's like a design decision or a weird licensing thing. Okay. Like maybe, maybe people maybe, didn't want maybe they're too Maybe they're too heavy for the... For the orange tracks, it's possible, yeah. Because yeah. there's, but break then it, you break can it change the plastic, the blue bits. Yeah, they're so like customizable, like you can change so much about the cars. But then, yeah, maybe there's just something just made sense to just rule them out entirely. Yeah, okay. go right um, through that plastic. Yeah, I just, I, I like, um, I don't know. I, 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 that's how I want my DLC in those games. Mm-hmm. And and then maybe at the end of the DLC, it goes, "Well done, you've all. Oh, we've managed to ship your." Your garage over to this island now. Mm. Like, do yeah. that. That's fine. But yeah. let me build up. Like, let me have some progression for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be hard to beat that Lego stuff because that that Lego DLC was so perfect. It was so good. It was, and uh, still felt like an open world, even though it was, obviously it was totally. smaller. But it was, yeah, yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah, which which they used to an advantage as well, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of all the stuff where we were predicting what they were going to do with the DLC, right? Mm. I can't believe we didn't suggest RC cars. Like the idea of playing uh, a Forza in like a tight, like in a, a Honey I Shrunk the Kids setting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That, I assume you mean that. to it, it'd still be in like a house or a. Or like yeah, a, it'd be like in a forest. You go for a forest, but like you're jumping over leaves and stuff. Yeah. I think the uh, only the thing that would hold that back is that I don't think there are enough like well known brands of RC cars, right? That enough oh, yeah, but would that wouldn't need to, would it? The, the, the hook is that you, you're little. In a in a massive world, <laughs> I guess, but all the cars just, are licensed, take, aren't they? See, yeah, just cool. take the take the regular cars and like stick a little aerial on the back of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, make that's them it. make that them look yeah, make them look make them look a little plasticky, so you're driving like RC versions of that would the be cool. cars in the game. Yeah, and uh, like I would love, I'd love like uh, I could or, like a pop, I'd absolutely love to see how they try and justify it in the story around these Horizon <laughs> games, where they go, "Hello, <laughs> <laughs> we found a shrinking machine now." <laughs> Step inside. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Like the, the Hot Wheels DLC starts by just going like, "Oh yeah, we've added this," and to get to it, there's just a road that just goes up into the sky, and you drive <laughs> up. <Yeah. laughs> so I love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, bear in mind, like, obviously most of us already have, like, you already own this because we all got that, you know, that DLC pack that gave us early access yeah. to the game and it was, like, heavily discounted uh, before launch. So, yeah, like, I think a lot of people listening to this may not realise that they own this. Yeah, definitely worth a look. Yeah, I'm going to buy it because it's Forza. Um, cool. But uh, well, you don't uh, need to buy it. I think Sean just said you probably got it. No, I haven't, though, Matt. Otherwise, I would have acknowledged that and said, yeah, I've got it. No, I didn't get I didn't buy that. that. Mm. Um, uh, pack thing. Oh, sounds like someone's a loser. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm happy with that. I usually okay. only buy one DLC uh, from the Forza games. Mm. Uh, well, uh, this is interesting, right? Because they normally do like the serious one first, and then the toy one. Don't That's they? right. So, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Intrigued as to what's next. Uh, RC cars. RC cars. I still want to do monster trucks. Do more monster truck stuff. The game has got so a monster go truck bigger. in it. I want to go smaller. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed the <laughs> irony of uh, that. Are we done? 
Yes, shall we do Fucking some hell, man. Questions. We've got questions for two hours twenty. This this this, al- this always happens when I'm on. It always Sorry. happens when any, any of us are on, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we just talk too much. Uh we've got diarrhea of the mouth. Fletcher Armour. Says, hey fellas, love the show. Really looking forward to listening to Marvel Calls. The fantastic band Clutch have recently released the artworks of their forthcoming 13th album, Sunset on Slaughter Beach, which has really heavy Sable game vibes. It's so good. I'm planning uh, planning on framing the vinyl cover and hanging it on my wall. So my question to you is, what is your favourite album cover artwork? Something so good that you consider hanging it on your walls? That's not really a video game question, is it? It isn't, but it's still a good question. Having just read that out. Uh, um, I really, oh, there are loads, man. Yeah, well, the first one comes up. I'm not sure it's too good, but I remember loving the vines highly evolved. I remember loving that cover. Yeah, I don't remember it. I've just googled it. Boys look as good as I remember. <laughs> um, uh, I like. I love uh, Think Tank Blur. That album. Uh, that album cover is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, look that up. That's a good one. I also love like. I, you know, I'm a bit of a sucker for the classics. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to fix some more because obviously my favourite band of all time are Queens of the Stone Age. Mm. Their album covers are rubbish. <laughs> like they're rubbish. It's, it's really frustrating. R, you know. Like yeah, but rated the R's fine or whatever, but it's still rubbish. Mm. Like I, what was it? The villains one. They, they got an artist to come in and do this thing, and it's a devil with his hands over Josh Homme's eyes. <laughs> And, but Ooh, the eyes are seen through the devil's hands. What? Awful. No way. Awful. It's I feel like so I should bad. have like a bunch of Radiohead ones to pull out here, but actually not really a great track record for album covers. I mean, Hail to the Thief, really nice artwork, but I mean, have you ever seen the cover art for King of Limbs? It's, it's no. a fucking joke. It's, it's awful. It looks like someone's GCSE art project. It's absolutely terrible. King of Limbs, <laughs> that was one of the ones you can buy on the website and pay what you want, right? Uh, no, that I was in Rainbows. I think King of Limbs was a, another, was a proper release. I don't know. I mean, oh, maybe I thought just, that, because yeah. I think I remember buying it on the website for, you know, a five or whatever it was. Um, uh, and King of Limbs also isn't very good. I would I'm argue. curious, Sarah. What have you got? Well, um, so I've already, I've already done this. Like, so when I was 14, 15, uh, mm. my mum decided to let me decorate my bedroom myself. Nice. And I themed the entire room around the Razorblade Romance album artwork from the band Him, <laughs> which is basically the singer... He's not topless because he's got like a jacket on, but like the jacket's open mm. and he's got a cigarette and this eyeliner and then the rest of it is pink. He's like in front of this like pink background. So mm-hmm. the whole room was pink and black and I spray painted like heartograms and razor blades like on the walls. And then I managed to get from HMV a massive poster of the album artwork and I had that on my wall nice cool um, um if we if if we if we're talking about now um my first my first thought instantly went to like an i made an album cover but that's a bit that's a bit overdone yeah. so to try and get desperately get some like cool points back um probably probably any of the baroness album covers because the uh so the singer of baroness uh john baisley he does 
all of their album artwork and it's mm-hmm. stunning like so beautiful um uh, apart from apart from yellow and green i think it, no whichever one had the weird bird on the front of it wasn't quite so great <laughs> but um yeah pretty much the majority of his album artworks are just absolutely beautiful and yeah, I was, you, could, I was, you could quite easily get like huge prints of those, and that's so yeah. Good. I was, I was going to say you know, sort of similar reasons. Uh, so the band Covet, like pretty much any of their album art, I would have on the wall, and that is so yeah. The the guitarist Yvette Young, who is like probably my favorite guitarist in the world, can also sing, can also play piano, writes everything, and also does all of their artwork. She's absolutely unreal. Um, yeah, like her, her stuff's incredible. Oh um, shit! Demon Days Gorillas. That is a that is a classic. It is a classic. What a classic cover. That is. It is. I fucking love that cover. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're probably probably done with that now. We're just naming bands, aren't we? Maria Mendiel says, "Dear TCGS committed <laughs> podcasters, to get get back to serious matters after last week's heat induced zaniness. Here's a question for you: What are shy guys so shy about? I've wondered for years what these denizens of the Mushroom Kingdom have to hide." I don't I don't I don't think I don't think they're hiding anything. I just think they've got social anxiety real bad. I mean that have is seen behind the mask. I don't think we ever have. No, I don't think that's ever I been. I think a we thing. have. And we don't their masks fall off in in two in super Yeah, but oh, don't yeah. they put their hands over their face so you still can't see their face? Oh, really? Well, or am I ima- or am I am I imagining that? Oh no! Don't Google it. Fucking hell! Oh, don't Google oh, it. There's, there's, weird, those, like, there's, weird a, there's a horrific like, image there. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah, yeah that's okay. horrible. Yeah, I never. I'm not sleeping now tonight. Might oh, as well God. play power washer. <laughs> just, <laughs> just <laughs> <be> one. <laughs> Next week he's gonna be like, do you know what that power washer? I was really harsh about it last week, but do you know what? Is you can't have nightmares while you're playing it. <laughs> no, so it's all I've played. Yeah, yeah. ten out since, of ten since we stopped recording. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 they're bad guys, aren't they? Shy guys. Uh, yeah, but not they're like not bad guys, though, right? Technically, I mean, yeah, they are villains, but sure there's that. literally maybe no they... clue as to what their motive is or why they're bad guys. They're just yeah. maybe they're just bad guys with a conscience. That's what it is. Maybe yeah, they're sitting no, there going, ashamed of their deeds. Yeah, they're ashamed of what they've been up to. Yeah. Just going, you know, they're, they're just they're too they're too. They're too socially anxious to tell Bowser that they don't want to hang about with him anymore, so they just yeah, have to I'm keep going up. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they can't... just keep doing it. Yeah. But see, I'm and not even sure they're... Like, do they have any sort of allegiance with Bowser? I don't know if they do. Yeah, the mates, they, 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 they sort of knew each other separate um, in like the first job that they had when he came out of college. Mm-hmm. And he's moved on with his life. Yep. Shy guy. Yep. But... Every now and then they bump into each other and he's got to acknowledge them. They're still yeah. friends on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. hasn't got the balls to just unfriend them. <laughs> um, so every now and then he just like gives a little like to one of Bowser's posts. Right wing bar posts. And he's shy about that. He hates himself for doing I that. Don't but, know. You know, what isn't, can he do? Isn't, isn't Bowser always trying to like take down the monarchy of the Mushroom Kingdom so would that make him maybe a bit more of a lefty? Isn't he trying to install like himself as Isn't he trying to become king by marrying Peach though? I think oh, he's trying to install know. himself as the monarch. It's a solid I plan. Thought, yeah, he calls always... himself King Bowser so mm. he's, he's well up the oh, monarchy. He loves oh, it. Okay, he yeah, it. never mind. I take it all back then. Yeah, no, he's scum. He's scum. I'll be voting him out when he's, once he's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I think Shy Guy's got 
drunk one night and he's like really conscious about it. he wonders if he's embarrassed himself or not but he never did but he's like I'm just going to put the mask and on he's and woken then... up he's got them dark circles under his eyes and he's like do you know what I don't want anyone to see this mask Matt, on when you're thinking of Shy Guy going through that story you just said was this after five hours of Laser Quest and a live show <laughs> and then and then go into and then go into one of Sheffield's premiere <laughs> premier premier clubs and uh no i didn't feel so bad having, a, having, a, have, having a little having a little boogie to nothing wrong with a little boogie to some eye well, of the tiger um whatever well, well, i don't know i don't know what. dance to eye of the, the twi- music could have been better twice in a weekend that's quite incredible <laughs> the odds what are the odds right are we done it sounds like we are yeah <laughs> I mean, it is two and a half hours. It is let's, two and a half hours. Sorry, everyone who sent questions in, but we're tired. Okay, Matt, socials. Yes. So, um, Sean, are you streaming on Thursday? Yes, I'm going to do. I'm finally going to get back on the old Sea of Friends horse boat. Um, I don't know who's going to be on it though. Sorry. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so that's Sea of Friends. That's Thursday night. Twitch.tv slash TCGS code. There's going to be no. Uh, James Farley streaming Friday because um, oh, yeah. he's busy. But David, you might be streaming Road ninety six at some point. Maybe no, I don't know. Maybe I was going to do it tomorrow, but I'll end up fucking washing a car or something. I don't know. Well, it's also um, England playing tomorrow, we'll so uh... England are playing tomorrow. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I won't be doing that. Um, hopefully, is what I'm going to say. We've Road also 96. got what we're doing on Wednesday. You've announced that yet? Thursday. The was Anna, that Thursday. The, the Annapurna thing. Oh, oh, was that Thursday? <laughs> yeah. I think so. Oh, I, oh, I think then. you told me it was Wednesday, Matt. Yeah, I thought it was Wednesday. Um, right. Well, we should talk about that. So, hang on. So, yeah, so well, if it's Thursday, what are we doing now about stream? <laughs> uh, well, it's 8pm. So, I was thinking we just do that. I don't imagine it's going to be an hour. Um, so, I was assuming we do that for like whatever it is, half an hour, and then cut the stream, and then I'll come back with see your friends at nine. Let's say what that is. Uh, let's let's start Sorry, yeah, Anna, Anna Perna are doing a showcase um, and we have no idea what to expect from it. Might be pretty run of the mill. Might be super interesting. Um, so talks yeah. over time. Yeah, mate. okay. Yeah, so that that starts Thursday. I thought it was Wednesday, but Thursday eight. So we'll be live from ten to eight on Thursday to talk over the Annapurna interactive showcase and then later that night nine o'clock Jane, uh, Sean will be around for some Sea of Friends they're on twitch.tv slash TCGS go if you miss them live go over to YouTube search TCGS and you can watch uh, the VODs after the fact if you have Amazon Prime you've got Twitch Prime Gaming connect your account you get one free sub a month why not go over to our channel maybe when we're streaming maybe when we're doing a you know next week's podcast and give us a free monthly sub we really really mega appreciate it Patreon as David mentioned at the beginning we, we've refreshed it slightly. The 4.50 tier now not just gets the bonus show audio, but now gets Marvel Calls a week early. Right now, Marvel Call, uh, Mar- right now, people that tier are listening to the Iron Man episode. And this Friday, they will listen to the Incredible Hulk episode of Marvel Calls. Um, the tier above that, you now get to watch the bonus show on video. Uh, live and also the VOD after that so go to patreon.com slash tcgs if you want to support what we're doing there's some other tiers of course for one else uh, or lower ones of course um, and they're over there the website is tcgs.co for links to our gorgeous discord merch on the store uh, socials etc actually speaking of merch on the store someone did ask on discord and I apologise I, I, didn't, I didn't go back and look at, look at your name uh, about TCGSCon merch it's still on the website but I'm probably going to take it off on, on the 1st of August so you've got until the 1st of August if you still want to buy 
any TCGSCon 2022 merch going to take off to the site after that. So you got until the 1st of August, which is, I don't know, later in the week, I think. And that's it. <laughs> okay, cool. well, thanks so much. Um, we hope you can join us live on Twitch next week, Monday, from about 8.30, uh, twitch.tv forward slash tcgsco. Uh, we're going to be going live with this. Not forever, maybe. Maybe forever. But maybe not. I'm reserving the right to turn around and go, fuck this at some just, point. There's definitely, <laughs> there, there are going to be weeks. I think there, there's at least going to be weeks where like one of us is just like, look, I'll do it, but I'm not putting my camera on. <laughs> <laughs> Just, or or it. it'll be the next time we have a heat wave. And yes, yes. Yeah, you don't want to break terms of service. service. Don't, yeah, 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 you don't yeah. fancy you don't fancy getting banned off of Twitch. No. For... It wouldn't even be that. I just no one needs to see that. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they're banned. It's the promoters. Yeah, the promoters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, front page best, best show we've ever done. Yeah, they all know that. I've shaved just my chest. Swimming pool out, aren't it? All right, <laughs> we will catch you next week. Thank you so much for living it. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Tara. Goodbye. Bye.